Hello, everybody. Welcome to Weekly Trash, the safe place to cleanse your mind, body, and soul of all that trash you consume this week so you can consume some more tomorrow. I'm your host, Josie Van Dyke, and I have a star sitting next to me, Lindsay Arnold Cusick. Welcome. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited you're here. Welcome to Weekly Trash. Thank you. I feel so honored. Like, this is the cool place to sit. So I feel very, very. Oh my gosh, Lindsay, you're (laughs) going to make me blush. No, I'm so excited you're here. I feel, I used to watch you on Dancing with the Stars. I followed you on Instagram forever. So I feel like I know you. I love that. Well, now we really know each other. Now we really know each other. We've met. Really going to get to know each other. Oh, (laughs) we're. Diving deep I into the dumpster it. here at Weekly it. Trash. We need to know everything. People have lots of questions for you. And so are you ready? I'm ready. Let's You're ready do to this. dive in. Okay. I'm ready. I'm okay. Ready. Today's episode is sponsored by Maury. Founded by friends and partners, Maury was born from personal struggles with mental health. Their mission is simple, to help you thrive and truly enjoy life. They have poured their hearts into creating products that make a difference, and their commitment to quality is unmatched. Mori products are crafted with all natural ingredients, ensuring that the benefits are as outstanding as the taste. They believe that wellness should be a delicious experience, and that is why Mori products are bursting with flavor. There is nothing artificial about Mori. It's all the good stuff and none of the bad. Their first product, Calm, was carefully formulated with a blend of natural ingredients like ashwagandha, magnesium, L-theanin, and other calming ingredients. Calm is your daily companion for mood enhancement, stress reduction, and improved cognitive function. It's the healthiest remedy for life's everyday stressors. They sent me some, and it truly is as delicious as it sounds. I've only been using it for a couple of days, and I'm loving it so far. So why wait? Start capturing those fleeting moments and savor life like never before with Mori. Your well-being your moments just enhanced. Go to morinutrition.com today at M-O-R-I-I-N-U-T-R-I-T-I-O-N.com. Lindsay. Yes. Where did you grow up? So I grew up in Provo, Utah. Provo. Um, yep. Born and raised there. My mom lived there as well, but my dad actually wasn't from Utah. He moved to Utah for college when he was about 18 years old. So yeah, most of my family was there. And then I lived there all the way until I started doing the show. So your family's still there? Yep. My parents still live in the same house that I grew up in. Oh, that's yep. so fun. I know. I literally think I will be devastated. Like, I don't relate to people who are like, oh, we lived in multiple houses. Yeah, no. Like, we have been in that house since I was three years old. I would be so sad if my parents Is left. It so even though I don't even live there anymore. When you go there with your kids and you're like, oh, yeah. Wait, you're playing in the same spots that I played. Oh, my gosh. And like when they put on my dance costumes that are still in the dance closet that my mom has, even oh though gosh. all of us are now like adults. Adults? Yep. But That's it's amazing. It's I just love the it. best. I'll be so sad if they ever leave. It's such like, it's just home. It's home for yeah. me. Yeah. And you have all sisters. I do. Yes. And you guys are all super close. Yes, has it always are. been that way? Yes. I mean, okay. I will I say all the time, like I am better friends with my sisters now than I was when we were little, just because I think when you're young and you're girls, there's just the dumb fights. Yeah. Like if you have sisters, I don't even have to explain what kind of fights you know, these are. What you are the age now? So it's, there's four years between me and my next sister, and then it's two years, and then it's four and a half years after that. So I'm 12 years older than my youngest sister. And I actually had the biggest gap with like my next sister down. My mom had a hard time getting pregnant. Okay. And so there's a pretty big gap between us, which sucked because we never went to high school together. Yeah, like we were never- Barely, just yes, like that four years. We barely missed each other. But 
honestly, it's probably for the best. Cause I feel like when I was a teenager, I was such a brat. Like I really was, I was not, Same. I didn't want my sisters hanging out with me and my friends. I was like, Oh, leave me alone. You're not cool. But for sure. now I literally can tell you my sisters are my best friends. Like I love that. Every single one of them, even the one that's 12 years younger than me, we are best friends. It's so cool. Did all of you dance? We did. Yes. So we all danced, which is so funny because neither of our parents were dancers. It's not yeah. like that was like the family yeah, way. How did you get started? I mean, I guess my mom just put me in dance because that's just what you do with little girls. And then it stuck. They put us in other things as well. (laughs) My dad, of course, wanted me to try to play sports. He put me in soccer. He was actually my soccer coach, but that went horrible for me. I was not not an athlete. Not my thing. I just was not good. And I think they knew right away, like, that's not for her. But I really loved dancing. So I did that and then kept having girls in the family and they put them in dance and everybody just loved it. Like it really, you could just tell that it was something that we all love to do. A couple of my sisters, like the one right below me, Jensen, she was actually really athletic. So she was the one that my dad was like hoping that she would be the sports. Fingers crossed. Yeah. The athlete in the family. She played soccer for a really long time, but then it came time to like choose between Mm -hmm. the two and she chose dance. She chose dance. Everyone chose dance. Poor dad. dad. But truly, he is the best girl dad that you could ever find and the best dance dad ever. Like we got so lucky. That is very lucky. I know. Because yeah, your parents seem to have just raised you guys so well because you are so close. You all turned out amazing and successful and beautiful and kind and just good people. Thank you. Do you think you guys were just naturally good kids or did was their parenting style something that helped? Oh, I owe everything to my parents. Like yeah. I really believe that every single thing that is good has that has happened to me is because of the way that my parents raised me and the support that they gave me. I think the biggest thing and the thing that I want to do as a mom yeah. is support my kids in every single thing that they do. I think it was so cool because growing up, like everyone was at everything. So it wasn't like my mom took me to my thing and then my dad took my sister to another. It really did help though that we did the same stuff. Like it actually was even so cool that my parents opened up a dance studio for all of us to dance at. So I didn't know that. Yes. So when I was about 12, my parents opened up a dance studio because they're like, all of our daughters are dancing. Why not? Like why not be fully involved in this? And that was so special because that meant literally we were doing everything together. And, but then again, there were times where maybe I'd have a competition and my sisters wouldn't, but it didn't matter. Everybody went to everything. We supported each other through every single thing that we did. And I feel like that really kept us grounded, kept us focused on what's most important. And I really believe that that's what has helped us stay so close in our older years as well. I love that. Just the fact that like we were, it was so instilled in us that like family is the most important thing and the only people that matter in your life. And I really, I feel like that's helped me in so many ways, whether it's like with friends or things growing up, living out in the industry, like just knowing that family is the most important thing. So I really want to make sure that I can do it with my girls too. Well, it seems like you are. I mean, just from the little parts I see on Instagram, I'm like, dang, can she teach me how to be like a better, more calm, loving mother? Oh, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) If you saw my day to day, if you actually saw every moment of my day, I feel so bad because Instagram is just never the right depiction. Well, it's not real. It isn't. It's not real. Like I definitely lose my Okay, that makes you feel a little bit better. Oh, of course. I think it's impossible not to as a mom. Come on. Oh, the patience level sometimes. You're like, I told you no 10 times. I can't do this anymore. Oh, yes. It's, I can't. I can't So do your parents still own the dance studio? No, they don't. No? that they they stopped the dance studio when I was about I mean I was out of high school 
I think my youngest sister was maybe 13. She still is dancing. She's actually dancing at center stage now, which is where I grew up dancing. But I think it just got to the point in our lives where it became very much like it was a lot of work and all of their kids were no longer doing it. So like we were all kind of doing our own things at that point. So yeah. But while it was the thing, it was so So special. Yeah. So super fun. So how did you get into ballroom dancing? Because that's very specific. Yeah. So I feel like in Utah, it's a lot more common, but really specific to one dance studio and that's center stage. Um, growing up there, I did all the styles, but it was around like eight when I started noticing that there were girls who were getting ballroom partners and dancing. And actually one of the girls who was like the biggest idol for me was Julianne Huff. Now this was before so she crazy. had even become what Julianne she is Huff. now. Yes. Yeah. She was, she danced at center stage yeah. and she was just a bit older than me. And I remember watching her and being like, oh my gosh, I want to do that. But it's funny because at most other dance studios in Utah, that wasn't a thing. Yeah. Like, Center stage was really the only place that had everything where you could do jazz, tap, ballet, all the things, and then also do ballroom. But yeah, I'm very lucky because it was just something that I had always seen growing up. And it wasn't until I was about eight years old that I started. Um, It was funny too, because there was not like, there's not as many boys that want to dance. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you get a partner? Oh, my mom fully like recruited a neighborhood kid to be my partner. No way. Yes, she fully did. And like totally just like on her phone, finding people for me and found me a partner. And then I had multiple partners. Like I had so many different guys. Cause that's the thing is guys will do it for a little bit. Yeah. Maybe they'll stick around. Maybe they yeah. won't. The last partner I landed on was we started dancing together. I think when I was 15, 14, 15. And then we trained together all the way until high school. And he's actually on Dancing with the Stars as well. He's from Utah. His name's Brandon Armstrong. Yes. 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 Okay. His so, wife is a trasher. If yeah. you're listening. Oh my gosh. Hello, we love Yay. you. We love Briley. She's the best. She's so cute. So you start and did you know right away like I'm really good at this um like did it come naturally I didn't I don't feel like me in my like eight-year-old mind knew anything I just knew that I loved it and I really loved doing ballroom like I loved the competitive competitiveness of it wow oh don't worry I will be word bombing and missing (laughs) yeah give me 15 minutes and I won't even be making sense anymore (laughs) no seriously but I I knew I loved that I loved that like everything else I did was as a team yeah but with ballroom it's just you and your partner and I really liked that I liked that it was like a little bit more just about me yeah it was more pressure but I kind of enjoyed that yeah And then I think pretty quickly, like my parents recognized that I was really good at it because they are the ones who really had the control. I mean, they could have said, this is fun, but it's a lot extra work. It's a lot of extra work, a lot more money because it is so expensive to put your kids through dance. Like I'm already preparing myself if both my girls want to dance. I'm like, okay. The costumes, the training. Yes. And if you want them to be really good, like that's the thing. Like you can just do it for fun. You can do it and it's just leisure, but... And I'm really grateful because my parents could have looked at it like that and been like, yeah. we're just going to let her do a couple classes a week, but that's it. But no, they saw that I was really good at it. They saw that I loved it and they went all in for me. They really just did everything they could to make sure I was getting lessons with the best coaches. I had all the awesome costumes. We went to all the different competitions and the competitions are not just in Utah. I mean, you're flying yeah. all over the country, even out of the country sometimes. Wow. So yeah. So I feel like I think early on, people recognize, my parents recognize, like, this is something that we really need to pursue and, like, push. Yeah. And you went on So You Think You Can Dance. Yes, I did. And you killed it. Thank you. <laughs> I actually remember watching when you auditioned. I've had to have been, because you're how, how old are you right now? I'm 29. 20, so we're two years apart. Okay. You're you younger or older? I'm younger. Okay. And I remember watching it and my mom is a huge dancer and she was like, go Utah, like Utah, Yay. support Utah. And it was so fun to just like see you go so far. Do you, 
did, when you went into that, were you like so confident, like I'm going to make it, they're going to take me or were you petrified? Oh, absolutely not confident. I didn't want to go. My mom made really? me audition. She straight up made me audition. She was like, you're doing this. I'm like, no, I'm not going to tell my friends I'm auditioning for a show. Go there, not make it. I have to tell everybody I didn't make it. Like, I'm just not doing that. I was not about it. Like, I really, really wasn't. Because you were 18. Well, I was, yes, I just turned 18. I was still a senior in high school. And to be honest, like, I didn't think, I really, really did not think that there was anything more for me after graduating high school when gotcha. it came to dance. Like, I didn't see myself doing this professional world at all. Did you think you were going to be like a cougarette and go that no, route? I actually never really wanted to do that either. I was fully like my senior year of high school. I was I had a full ride academic scholarship to UVU. I was already signing up for classes. I wanted to become a physical therapist. Like Cute. I was like I had a a plan. Yeah. Like I was like, this is what I'm doing. And like, we'll see, like I'll, I'll still dance and do classes and stuff, but I didn't have like, oh, I've got to be on cougarettes. I've got to go do these. Like I really didn't. And it kind of like, it bums me out for myself that I didn't see the potential. Yeah. But I just, I didn't think it was possible for me. And not because I was like, I'm, I wasn't like this big, like I'm not good enough. It was kind of just like, okay, that's, that's it. Like, yeah. that's probably just all I'm going to do. Yeah. So I was not confident in it at all. Thank goodness for my mom. She literally made, makes me go. The second I get there, I'm nervous, but at the same time, like, I love that. The pressure. I like, love the pressure. And I oh, know yeah. that about myself. It's like, I'm terrified of it, but I love the pressure. I love being pushed and I love like having to prove myself. It's yeah. a really fun thing for me. Yeah. So of course I go and I'm just like all in. Like it oh, wasn't yeah. like I was there insecure. Like when I got there, I'm like, oh. Game I'm, face. Yes. I'm Bring all, it. I'm all in. And the audition went so well. So, so after well. that, I was like okay. But I still didn't think like, oh, I'm going to be on the show. But I yeah. got this glimmer of like, maybe I'm better than I think I am. Yeah. Like, maybe I'm actually pretty good at this thing. Yeah. So audition went well. And then of course you had the Vegas week, which they don't really do that anymore, but they had the Vegas week. And I just went into that with like, kind of not really any crazy expectations, but I'm just like, I'm just going to do my best. Cause like yeah. I'm, I made it further. I didn't even think I'd make it to this point. So then Vegas week happens and truly it's such a blur that you don't even have time to grasp what's going oh, I on. Bet. Like learn this stance. Okay. Yes. And like, you literally don't have time. Like no. you're so happy that you made it to one round, but you're already learning a new dance and being judged. So you have no time to be like, yay. It's just like, yeah. ah. and Next. then at the end, it's like, okay. But at the end of that, you, st we still didn't find out. So at the end of that, I found out, I think I'm in like the top 40, like uh -huh. they got us down to 40. Yeah. Then we had to wait even longer, fly out to LA to get told if we were going to be on or not. And I made it on the show. And literally the coolest, most surreal moment for me, just because up to this point, I really didn't think that that was going to be my path. Yeah. So it was insane. And I'm so grateful for a supportive mom who was like, no, you're doing this. Because like, what'd you do for school at that point? Were you just like, I'll finish with my GED. I'll graduate early. So it was, it worked out perfect because the auditions, like the preliminary ones that came to Salt Lake City, because the auditions came here. And that's yes. why it was so easy for me to go to yeah. my mom's like, they're here. Like if we had to fly to it, I don't, well, my mom probably still, she <laughs> would have. Lindsay, yeah, pack there's your no bags. Way. There's no way. She would have still, still gotten me yeah. there, but it was in Salt Lake City. And that was like in February. And then the Vegas week, I wasn't until um, May, I want to say. Okay. So you would have been done with school. Yeah, I was done with school. I didn't have to miss any school. I graduated all good. Like I didn't miss anything. And then the taping started in June. So so yeah, it, so it, was it worked perfect. out well. Yeah, it worked out It good. was perfect. And what was that experience like being on TV? 
crazy because it was, well, it wasn't my first time. Up Before that, I had actually been on TV a couple times. Okay. Um, of course, like a bunch of local news stations would have me and my like friends Partner, come, and, yeah. Yeah, come and dance and yeah. do things. So little stuff like that. But actually, growing up, one of my main ballroom coaches was Mark Ballas, who was a okay. pro on Dance with yes. the Stars. And he actually had two different times where – they did like a feature of young talent and they flew our dance studio out there and me and my dance group danced on the show. So I did that two times, like once when I was 14, again, I think when I was 16. So it's little experience, but like I had been on TV, but it's kind of understood. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. But this was a whole different ballgame because I wasn't just dancing for fun. I'm dancing to be judged and then voted on and And be told to win. Yes. And to win. Yeah. And like, am I good enough? And people are, you're actively being like judged. So And the pressure's all on me. Like, it's about me. It's my name. It's not just like, this Utah group is dancing. It's Lindsay Arnold. So it was crazy, but I feel like it was the perfect intro to what my life was going to become. I didn't know at the time, but like everything I did on So You Think You Can Dance, I feel like really prepared me for the rest of my career. How did you get approached to Dancing with the Stars? So after So You Think You Can Dance, I went on tour with them like right after, which was really cool. It was a, it was a lot of work. Tour is hard. Tour is very hard, but so fun. And also your body is probably broken. Yes. But I also was 18 years old. So I look back, I'm like, you're fine. Like I did that when I was much older and it was way harder. So, but tour is hard, but it was so fun. It was my first time touring as well. So I did that. During the tour, I got reached out to by a Dance with the Stars producer because a lot of what like a lot of people that go on so you think you can dance as ballroom dancers end up doing Dancing with the Stars because yeah. it's the perfect audition. It's like perfect. The producers of Dancing with the Stars get to see how you are on camera, how you just handle yourself, all the things. Yeah. So they reached out to me. And I actually knew some of them just because of the prior things that I had done. But yes. they reached out and they're like, we're interested in you, but we're not like, it wasn't like they're like, you're for sure on. But they said, we're interested in you. And we just want to see like if you'd be available slash want to do this. And yeah. I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. But then, of course, didn't hear for like two months after that. So I'm just thinking like nothing's happening. Yeah, they forgot. I'm just like, I'm not holding my breath. I'm like, OK, this is probably nothing. But cool that they even thought of me. Yeah. But like, I'm not going to count on it. But then I'm back home. It's like, oh, mid-February. Honestly, because I pushed school back. I literally was like enrolled. I pushed school back. I'm like, I'll start in the spring semester or whatever. Yeah. And I'm kind of like getting ready. Like, okay, I'm just going to do that because Dance with the Stars isn't happening. Like, this was fun. Got to do my thing. Now it's time to like get to school. Be an adult and go to school. Exactly. Like, I thought that was it. I get a text from a producer and so random, like, hi, Lindsay, random question. How tall are you? And I'm like, that's really weird. Text How tall back, are you? I'm 5'5". Five five. <gasps> Same. Are you? Yes. See, I used to say 5'4", and then I actually measured myself, and I'm 5'5". Five five. I've you said 5'4 for, like, 10 You probably years. grew. Do you know, yeah, during your pregnancy, you grow? Do you? Like, do your feet ever get bigger my after pregnancy? Get, but, yeah, my feet get bigger. But that but, makes sense because you're, like, so much weight just, like, stretching. Yeah, but I'm, like, taller. I feel like I'm shrinking because I'm just, like, ugh, like, during oh, pregnancy. I, guess that's, I definitely, you know when you I mean? get older, you shrink. Yeah. But I heard in pregnancy, you get a little bit taller and no, your feet wait, get a little bit bigger. Maybe that's it because I'm, like, I've been lying to everybody for yeah. my whole life. You're 5'5". Okay, I'm 5'5". Five 5'5". Five. Five five. But anyway, so that was the text I get. And I'm, like, that's weird. Text her my height. Not even like 30 minutes later, I get a call. Literally, Matt, like this is out of the blue too. Get yeah. a call. Hey, Lindsay, how would you like to be a pro on Dance with the Stars this season? I was like, Whoa. I'll never forget. I was sitting in my kitchen at my parents' house. My mom was in there and like nobody even knew what this call was about. We were all just like, yeah. what? And they're like, oh, of course, I'm like, yeah. And they're like, hey, we need you down in LA tomorrow. You're going to be meeting your partner. Packed my stuff up that night, drove myself to LA the next day with my car full of 
everything I could fit in there. Oh my gosh. And I started with my partner that next day. Who was day. your first partner? Um, Victor Ortiz. Okay. Yeah, he was a boxer. Um, that honestly feels like a different lifetime. Like I literally am like, oh my gosh, that feels like forever ago. Like a different- Because that would have been 2016? Yeah. No, no. Like 2013. 2000, yeah. Yeah. I oh know. It was gosh. 10 years ago. I know. It that really feels- crazy. Like I don't even know if I feel like, I feel like it was a different person. Like I'm like out of body. Like when I imagine that's that so crazy. experience, I'm like, oh my gosh, it was so long ago. But yeah, so that's how it happened. It was such a whirlwind and just so crazy, but- so awesome. I'm so grateful for it. Well, and in that industry, you know, did you ever have a point where you're like, okay, I have to set boundaries with like who I am as a person. I don't want to say this or do this, or there's certain things that I'm not going to do, but you see like everyone else is doing it. Did you ever have moments like that? Oh, absolutely. I think going out, especially in that industry in LA, it's so easy to just like conform to what yeah. everybody's doing. And it's so easy to feel the pressure to conform yeah. because you want to be good enough. You want to fit in. You want to be what they need you to be for the mm -hmm. job that you're trying to get. And I wouldn't say that I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting because looking back, like in my early seasons on the show, I definitely tried to... I feel like I spent a lot of time trying to prove myself and be something to like yeah. be good enough when really I should have just been myself. It's yeah. funny because my first season, I was a pro on Dancing with the Stars. But then after that, for four seasons, I was on Troop. So after that first season, I essentially got demoted. I mean, Troop is still an incredible position. Yeah. And I think if that had been how I started, I would have been so pumped. So, yeah. But to go from like the high to like, oh, you weren't quite good enough. So we're putting you down on Troop. Yeah. That was a kick in the butt for sure. Yeah, yeah. And that kind of kickstarted this whole like me trying to be what I thought everybody wanted me to be so that yeah. I could get the job that I wanted. And honestly, it just hurt me. Like it really did. It didn't make it any better. I was on troop for four seasons. I remember the first two seasons I spent honestly kind of depressed and like a little bit just like I was happy with where I was at. And it was that feeling of like knowing like so many people would kill to be where you are, but then yeah. not feeling like fully. Yeah fully grateful for it. And I hate that. I hate that I wasted any time doing that. Finally, after about two seasons of that, because every season I would wait, I would like wonder like, are they going to yeah. give me a partner this season? Yeah. No, we're going to have you on troop. And truthfully, like I didn't get that much feedback. I do remember one time a producer saying to me, like, we just want to see more of your personality. And that was really weird to me because I'm like, but what does that mean? Yeah, like how do I do that? Like how do I be more me? But then it kind of clicked to me like, and I spent my time trying to like be more, just like yeah. more of everything. Yeah. More sexy, more obnoxious, more yeah. like energetic. Yeah. And it just was like so exhausting because I'm like, oh, I why? Can imagine. Like if I'm going to get the job because I'm being something I'm not, then why would I even want it? And that's one of the biggest things I tell people like when they ask for like, what's your biggest advice? I'm like, don't chase a job if it's not right for you. Like don't change yourself to get yes. a job because once you get that job, you're not going to be truly happy if you're acting any way other than You'll how be you naturally exhausted. are. Yes, exactly. So I spent a couple seasons trying to like be what I thought everyone wanted to me, me to be. And I was miserable. And I actually remember, so my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, he was just like, Lindsay, you're not happy. And you're doing a job that literally so many people would kill to do. So stop trying to like stop focusing on what you don't have and just yeah. sit in where you are and just be grateful and appreciative. You you have no idea how long this will last. So don't waste any time like yeah. being ungrateful or being stressed about not being good enough. Just be proud of where you're at. Yeah. And that was such a big, it was kind of like, to be honest, he was kind of pretty harsh with me about it. Cause he was just like, I'm looking at you and I'm so proud of you. And yeah. five years ago, if I told you you were here, you'd be so proud. And you're sitting here doubting yourself and not feeling like grateful or proud. And I'm really glad that I had that because I just 
kind of flipped that switch and was just like, you know what? I'm just going to be myself. I'm going to have fun. I'm just going to do the best that I can. And the rest is out of my hands. And another season went by and it was the best season ever. And then I had another season on Troop. And truly, I feel like that was the first time where I went an entire season and just felt like myself. Like I had fun. I wasn't doubting myself. I was confident in who I was. And then that next season, I got brought back to be a pro. And I really believe it's because I finally just let go of like all of these expectations of me. And I was like, this is me. And if this isn't enough, then... I don't want this, yeah. but it was enough. I just was spending so much time worrying about that. Trying but to going, be something. Yes. But going back to like feeling like I have to say something or do something, I feel like it's interesting because on TV and like with any reality show, they have producers on there who yeah. are trying to create a storyline. For sure. And I think I was really grateful that I had a lot of people and mentors that pe- that had done this before. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, like people like Mark Ballas, who I'd known yeah. for so long and had been on the show. And he was really good about telling me like, Lindsay, you don't have to say or do anything you don't want to. Like, you don't have to do it. Oh, that's good. And I feel like I'm, re- well, I'm really grateful for that because as a young dancer, somebody who's trying to yeah. like- You're very impressionable. Like, yes. And also you- are worried like if I don't do this I'm gonna lose my job and of course I still thought like that for a while but eventually I realized I'm like I don't have to say and do everything that I'm asked now nobody really it's not like I ever got asked to say or do something that was like terrible yeah but for example like if they want me to say a storyline or like say something that I didn't really feel that way yeah I'm really grateful that I kind of was just like no like I'm not gonna say something if I don't feel it or if it's not true to who I am because what's the point that's just dumb and people will see right through it so your your outfits on Dancing with the Stars are yes. quite sexy. Oh, yes. And I'm sure with ballroom growing up, they always kind of are yeah. a little more scandalous. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and was was there ever talk like, oh, I can't wear this? Like when you first started, were you like, this is a little too much? Or were you like, no, this is the job. Like this is my costume. Honestly, that like I never really questioned myself and I I credit that to my parents because like you said growing up as a dancer I mean I was walking around in ballet leotard and tights biker shorts sports bras all the things and my parents did such a good job of like helping us to feel confident no matter what that our confidence and that our like value is not centered around what we're wearing yeah and that we can feel confident and like be proud of ourselves no matter what yeah I'm really grateful for that because I feel like it would have been easy for me to feel insecure about it or think that I was doing something wrong. But going out to LA, I was so excited. Like that's the thing too is I feel like my parents really helped me celebrate the beauty of that. Like that's what dance is. Now, of course, there are ways that you can take it too far. And it's awesome because on Dancing with the Stars and even on So You Think You Can Dance, like they want us to feel comfortable. They don't want to make us feel uncomfortable. They don't want us to do anything that we don't feel like is true to ourselves, especially when it comes to costuming. But I was all about it. I love it. I love the fun costume. I love the I think it's it's just it's what ballroom is it's a oh, little yeah. risque it's sexy it's the glitter skin. the feathers yes the everything exactly so I never really had those moments where I was like oh I can't wear that I don't want to do that and I think it's just because my support system like really supported me and celebrated yeah. me in whatever way I wanted to express myself when it came to costumes I love that because you also sometimes in Utah people are very like shameful with yes. the costumes yeah. because of religious beliefs absolutely like, you can't wear this and it's like Let's let's just flaunt what we what we're doing. Yes. Like this is our dance. This is our expression. This well, is how we're showing ourselves. Exactly. And I just think that like we shouldn't care what other people are doing. If they feel confident and happy and proud of what they're doing, then let them be. Yeah, so they're not hurting that, anybody. Exactly. And that's how my parents raised me to look at other people. So I never felt like anybody. I mean, if people looked at me like that, which they did, let's be honest. I yeah. 
I'm sure there's people. I've been judged up the wall for every single thing that I've worn, but I'm grateful that my parents really instilled in me, like, if you feel good about it, if your family supports you in it, then don't worry about what other people are going to say because they will. Everyone's going to say something always. There's always going to be something negative to say, but... Just don't listen to it or let it affect you. Well, I think you. you looked hot as hell in every Thank single you. one. Thank <laughs> It's so fun. It looked amazing. Speaking of looking hot as hell, though, your body is a big part of dance. Yes. And when you're on TV, everyone's looking at your body. Yep. For me, that would be terrifying. Um, did that ever affect your body image? Did you ever struggle with any sort of body image issues or eating disorders? So I'm I'm very grateful that I've never struggled with an eating disorder. I don't feel like I've ever had body dysmorphia, but I will say of for sure I became way more conscious of my body when yeah. I started performing on TV. Like it's impossible not to. Yeah. You have people commenting and you have people commenting good and bad. And sometimes the good is stressful too, because they might point out something that's a positive, but then you're so stressed about keeping that positive because yeah. you think that's like your defining feature or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's so interesting how it makes you so aware and that's stressful. And then on top of that, not only are people looking at my body all day, but as dancers, you're literally standing in front of a mirror all day long, judging yourself. And you're not just judging the way your body looks, but you're judging the way your body moves. Like as a dancer, I feel like a lot of things that would get to me is like sitting there being like, oh my gosh, I'm not as flexible as somebody else, or I'm not as good as somebody else. And I feel like that really can affect the way that you look at your body. Um, But at the same time, I think that dance really did help me understand my body and help me look at it as more than just the way it looks, if that makes sense. Like, I really think I judge myself harder on my body's abilities rather than like the way it looks, looks, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I get really frustrated and down on myself if I'm not able to perform something the way that I think I'm supposed to, or I'm not able to do some like trick or something that other people can do, which is interesting. So I don't know. But yeah, being on TV, social media, because social media kind of blew up when I started being on TV. It wasn't really a thing before that. And now I have people looking at my body, commenting on my body, not just my body, but my appearance. I mean, everything just can pick you apart in every single way. So yeah, that's definitely been something that I've had to check myself on often and make sure that the insecurities I feel, because we're all going to be insecure about things, but like I have to really check in with myself like, okay, why am I feeling this way? Is it because somebody else said it or because I genuinely feel like something needs to change or where is it coming from? And let's like weed out the crap that we don't need to deal with. So you never felt pressure to be like, okay. I need to look this way. I need to lose two more pounds. I need a six pack, eight pack because those outfits show show it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there are definitely weeks where I've always been like kind of interesting about my stomach because I feel like I've always wanted to have that like eight pack look, which I'm not going to say that I don't have a good stomach. Like I'm not going to try to be delusional and be like, I'm proud of my body. It's great. But I've never had those like shredded eight packs. And I remember being very like aware of that when I started dancing with the stars because there's other girls on the show who have that. And I'm just like ripped on the show. I know. So I remember there'd be weeks where like I'd have to be, I knew I was dancing and my stomach was going to be showing and I'd be like, okay, I'm going to be really careful with what I eat this week. And part of that is like, part of it is kind of just what comes with it. And part of it, I'm mad at myself for thinking like that because it's just like, come on. But then at the same time, like you want to look your best. I wanted to put my best foot forward. I wanted to look like I fit the role. And that's hard to navigate sometimes because there's a difference between taking care of your body so you can do what it needs to do. Mm -hmm. And at my time, it needed to do a lot of physical activity. But then there's also like taking care of your body because you want it to look a certain way, which I think is never going to be a long lasting way to look at it. Yeah. And like you said, people are commenting on it too, which then puts that pressure like – I do want that eight pack because someone's going to mention it or say something yes. or, or make me feel like I need it. Exactly. So I need it. And exactly. 
yeah, I could never, ever be on television showing my body. I'd be like, terrified. Well, it would be very scary. It'd be amazing. And honestly, it, any way you put yourself out there, especially on TV, is scary. But yeah. I think it's also cool because it's like very vulnerable and just shows that you have strength. And I feel like people really respect that. And I've also learned that most of the time people aren't judging you as harshly as you're judging yourself. So like, true. of course, there's the haters and there's the people that are going to say everything, but like, that's not the majority. So don't let that feel like it's like, oh, this is everybody's opinion of me. For sure. Your partner's have you ever had a partner that you were like, oh, this is going to be rough? Or have you been able to vibe really well with every partner? So I didn't really vibe with my first partner, yeah. if I'm being honest. Um, well, you were also 18. I was very young. He also was just not like he was not the great. I I think even if we had to do it now, do it now. I mean, I think I would have handled it a lot better. Yeah. Because I know how to deal with difficult people a lot better now. Yeah. But he, we did not vibe. Let's just say we have not spoken since that Nothing like bad happened. We just didn't vibe. Yeah. But everyone, every other partner, like no one believes me when I say this. And I, I feel like I have to mention that I didn't vibe with my first so that people believe me when I say this. Yeah. Every partner since then, I genuinely call a friend. Like I Love still talk that. to them. I still keep in touch with them. I got really lucky. Um, But then again, I think a lot of it too is like you have to be, that's not to say that like everything always went perfectly smooth with all of these people. You have to work at it. And as the pro, it's your responsibility to relate to your partner, to find common ground, to be patient, to be understanding, to deal with their emotions. Like it's your responsibility to do that. It really, really is. And I would say like nine times out of 10, you can make a friendship with somebody if they're like at least willing to give 20%. Right. And so, yeah. But yeah, it's like, there's always things. Like I won't even, I won't say that like, that means we never fought and never had moments, but I genuinely call all of them friends. Like I could call any of them right now and have a conversation with them, which is pretty cool. And I feel really lucky to be able to say that. Is that not super common with other you know partners? What? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like for the most part, people do become friends, but also there are some not fun people that come on the show and like you can put up with them for the season and everything can be yeah. fine during the season, but like they're just probably not people you're going to yeah, you, be hanging You can out. be professional. Yes. Yeah. Take it professionally. But then there's also the ones that it's like they can't even be professional and it's just terrible and I'm so grateful that I haven't had any of those. Yeah. Have you ever felt uncomfortable with a partner? Nope. Never. Ever. Like they've always been – well, <laughs> I guess my first partner was interesting only because – the dynamic was weird where I just felt like he he was single. I at the time had a boyfriend, but I wasn't like married. So yeah. to some guys, that's pretty much that's single. That's free. Yeah. Which I absolutely hate. But there was a weird dynamic there because he definitely just thought that I would be like, oh, I just want to be all over you. And yeah. I was like, no. And then that put a riff because he was, I think his ego was a little bit yeah. hurt. Yeah. And that just made it uncomfortable. So I wouldn't say I was comfy with him. Like we weren't like, I didn't go to rehearsals every day like, at ease. It was yeah. a little bit like, this isn't fun. But with everybody else, I never felt uncomfortable ever. Now, that's not to say we didn't get in fights. Like when I tell you, honestly, I tell people that like your partnership on the show is like a mini marriage for like three months. Well, you're with each other all the time. All the time. And there's no like pleasantries, like getting to know each other. It's yeah. like dive right in. We're touching each other. We're dancing together. We now are like spending more time with each other than our own spouses if we have them. So there's definitely fights that come with that moments of just like, uh, but I'm grateful that with all of mine, it was just like, it was just like a marriage. Like you yeah. have your fights, you get over it, you love each other, you move forward. Did your husband ever feel 
not threatened, but a little jealous of partners. So I say this all the time and I feel like people don't believe me, but no. So Sam, my husband, he is literally the best. Yeah. We have been together since high school. Yeah, high school sweetheart. He started date. We started dating when I was 15 and I'm in the thick of dancing. I have a ballroom partner, Brandon. Yes. We travel all over the world together. We travel by ourselves. We stay in hotel rooms together by ourselves. And just from the very, like the beginning of our relationship, he was used to me spending a lot of time with other guys, dancing with them, being very close with them and honestly having guys as my best friends yeah. like that was very much me not yeah. to say that I didn't have girlfriends but a lot of guys were my best friends so that was just the norm from day one and he also was very I mean we wouldn't still be together if he didn't yeah. if he wasn't down with it because yeah. some guys wouldn't like I had a, a boyfriend before Sam and we broke up because he couldn't handle the fact that I was like this close with a guy. Yeah, he wasn't confident enough yes. in himself and your so, relationship. Yeah. So I think like right off the bat, I knew like, okay, Sam's down for this. Like he's in, he's fully invested in this and it never faltered. Like going on the show, every single partner that I've had, all the sexy dances I've done with them, the costumes I wear, yeah. the trips that we do together, the mo like the time that we spend together, yeah. not once has he ever felt insecure or like jealous or nervous at all and I'm so lucky because yeah. I tell you right now if the roles were reversed I would be a psychopath <laughs> like I am the jealous type 100 yeah. percent yeah and Sam's just not so I I don't know how he does it but he's just very confident he also knows that he knows that that's what it is like that also, is it it's always so funny to me because everyone like people ask like okay were those people really hooking up was there really a showman so I'm like you guys it's very possible for people to have chemistry on the dance floor, do sexual dances together, and have absolutely nothing going on. Yeah. And I don't think that that's very foreign to people who didn't grow up dancing or grow up around dance. Because yeah. to you, you're like, you don't touch somebody like that unless you want to hook up with them. But right. that's not the case. Like, right. as dancers, we're telling a story. It's about the, it's about like maintaining the integrity of the dance. Yeah. And Sam always knew that. So when I was being like, when I was doing sexy dance with my partners, he wasn't looking at it like, oh my gosh, well, are they doing that off the dance floor too? Yeah. He's like, cool, good job. And he has been, my number one supporter since day one I'm so like truly so lucky I would not be where I am without him today truly like oh, we yes I'm talented but like he supported me through all of it and it's cool because he really was with me every step of the way yeah yeah through it all of it yep <laughs> so circling back to Dancing with the Stars was what was your biggest like pinch me moment besides winning oh, I was gonna say that was because that's yeah. huge yeah but other than that was there a moment where you're like wow I am famous. I am amazing. I am a pro. I am a star. I am all the things. To be honest, I feel like, I mean, honestly, I really don't even feel like I could say right now, like I'm famous. Like I really? never really, not to say that I don't understand and I don't like see the reach and the people that support yeah. me and the people that follow me and like love what I do, but I still don't feel like I would say to anybody like I'm famous. I'm a star. Like I just don't feel that way about myself. Not in like a negative way. Like yeah. I don't think I'm good enough. It's just kind of like, I just, that feels so weird to You're me to say humble. that. I, That's what it is. I don't know. I don't know. It just feels weird. Like it feels yeah. weird to say that, to be like, oh, I'm famous. So I don't know if I ever really had that moment. I think the pinch me moment came in just the little, I remember having one of these every season and it was usually like the last week or the finale or something, yeah. just like dancing in a dance and recognizing like where I was and being like, this is just insane. I remember it happened every season. 
I mean, I'm going to go back to my season with Jordan. Obviously, winning was a pinch me moment, but that whole season, just like the whole buildup, getting to the finale, doing my freestyle in the finale with Jordan was such a pinch me because it was like, I'm here. Like it was an out of body, out of body experience where I remember like dancing, but then like looking at myself dancing and being like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Like if I had told myself this when I was a kid, I would have never believed it. And it was just, yeah, I think I had a lot of little moments like that where it was just, I couldn't, it was very surreal just grasping the fact that I was actually living what I thought was only a dream. So I feel like it happened a lot, if I'm being honest. (laughs) That's kind of incredible though, to just picture you in the dance you know that all these people are watching you and you're just in the moment being like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm here. Yeah, I freaking did this. I'm yeah. doing this. That's really cool. I the, la- the last time that happened to me and I actually still remember it was so vivid was my last Dancing with the Stars tour that I did. Um, it was actually right before COVID happened. We got shut down like in the middle of our tour and got uh-huh. sent home. And it was so crazy because four days before the COVID shutdown, I found out I was pregnant on tour. I'm on the road by myself. Find out I'm pregnant. Then we're doing the show. With Sage, right? With Sage. Yep. My first pregnancy. And as soon as I got pregnant, because basically like we, so I find out I'm pregnant, but we still don't know that we're getting shut down because of COVID. But I remember the day that uh, with COVID and everything, they're like, okay, this is really bad. They're sending us all home tomorrow. And I just had this overwhelming feeling. I'm like, this is the last time I'm going to perform on tour. Because I knew I'm like, once I have kids, I'm not going to be going out on the road. I'm not going to be doing that anymore. And that night when I performed literally the most out of body experience I've ever had, it was like I was watching myself dance because I was just like, this is the last time I'm going to be doing this, which the tour, like I said, I touched on earlier. It's so hard, but it was so fun. You're out there performing in front of people that love you, that have watched you, that support you. Mm -hmm. Like it's real time. You're seeing the reach that the show has and they're so fun to perform for. And I just remember the entire show. And it was crazy, too, because nobody else knew I was pregnant. So nobody else knew, like, this is my last one. Everybody's just thinking, like, oh, we'll do this next season. But I'm sitting there. And you're, like, so emotional. Yes. Yeah. I remember I actually started because we were all, like, this is our last show, like, a little bit emotional. But I normally don't get that emotional. And I was crying. And I remember one of my friends being, like, geez, Lindsay, what's wrong with you? I'm, like, I'm just really sad. And she's, like, that's weird. You usually don't get like this. Yeah. But it was such an interesting, like, pinch me moment of, like, okay, this is a chapter of my life kind of coming to an end because I'm now going to be a mom and I'm not going to be going on tour anymore. So that was interesting for me. But then you did come back. I did. I came back to the live show but not the, The like, the the tour. Yeah. The tour is so different just because it's, like, you're literally on a – you're living on a bus. You go to 60 different cities, perform – we did 72 shows, 60 cities – over like a 12-week period, you're in a new city every single day. You're living out of a suitcase. Like it would never work with kids. Yeah, no. But yes, so I find out I'm pregnant. I missed that season, but then I came back and I told myself I would. Like I always knew I was very ready to have babies. Like I wanted to be, I wanted to get pregnant. We were trying. It was all the things. Um, And I told myself like, I want to have a baby and then I really want to come back and see how it is. Like I want to commit to that and just come back and give it a shot and see how it goes. So I'm glad that I did that. And then also kind of led into what ended up happening. So how did you do that? How were you able to be a mom? First of all, how did you give birth and then look the way you looked after giving birth? You're so nice. What was, were you just immediately like, okay, we need to get back into it? Like 
at your six weeks where you're like, all right, let's go. So it's actually crazy. So I, during my pregnancy, it was pretty shocking for me. This is the first time my body is like rapidly changing. I don't really know what I'm supposed to do workout wise. I'm not dancing anymore. And I knew I wasn't going to be doing the next season because I'm like, I will literally be like 30 weeks pregnant at the start. So it was a scary time for me. I'm not going to lie. Like this was the first time in my life where I felt super just like, I don't know. I just felt scared because I'm like, my body's changing. I don't know what I'm doing. I want some sort of physical activity because that is something that I've done my entire life. Like that's how I control every emotion in my body is by moving it. So it was very stressful. And that's actually why I started my workout program, the the movement club. So the idea for that started while I was pregnant. Because I remember at start of COVID, can't go to gyms. I'm not dancing. I'm pregnant. I'm looking for like fitness platforms that make me feel like safe to move while pregnancy, but also still challenge me. Like I feel like you either had like the really intense fitness programs that were just so intimidating. And I'm like, I don't want to work out with this girl who's like literally in the best shape of her life. And I'm just going to feel bad about myself. Yeah, I'm pregnant. I can't do this. Exactly. But then I also didn't want to do like, I feel like there's pregnancy programs. yoga, stretch. Thank you. Yes, that was exactly it. And I just, I was like, you know what? I guarantee you there's people that feel this way. Yeah. So I'm like, why don't I create something that can be for people like me who are feeling this way? And I started filming and creating my workout program at 24 weeks pregnant. I filmed and created workouts all throughout my pregnancy before having Sage from like 20 weeks, 24 to week 36. I filmed 40 different workout videos to put on my program. It was absolutely insane. I cried every single day. Like I literally cried because I was first of all, just so like I committed to it and I was like, I'm going to do this no matter what. I wasn't going to let anything stop me. Yeah. But I felt so crazy. I felt like imposter syndrome of like, why am I doing this? Like, who's going to want to work out with me while I'm actively gaining weight? I'm actively, my abs are disappearing. Like, I just felt like I didn't look like the fitness, what fitness people should look like. Yeah. But then that's what kind of drove me to do it even more because I'm like, that's not what it's about. And that's exactly the reason that I'm doing this is for people who just want something that's relatable, approachable, no pressure, no intimidation. And it's for everyone, no matter what stage of life they're in. And so I filmed all of that throughout my entire pregnancy. We launched the program right after Sage was born. And then starting at six weeks, I was filming two videos every single week to release onto the program. I'm really grateful for it because it held me accountable. That's what I was going to say. It was probably something to like not look forward to, but yeah, hold you accountable. And to be honest, it was tough. It really was. But like, I, at that point, I'm like, I'm already doing this. I can't bail. It's like this. It's like yeah. not, you're not going to just stop doing it because it's hard. People yeah. are counting on you. You have a community behind you. They're looking to like have new content out. Yeah. So I didn't really have a choice. And I'm so grateful because it kept me accountable. It kept me consistent and helped me so much through postpartum. And then also really helped me get back into dancing shape to do the yeah. season. Because I hate to say that, like I didn't, I hate saying that I needed to get into shape after having a baby because I don't think that that's what anybody should think about. Yeah. But if I wanted to do my job on Dancing with the Stars, I did need to get that's my body. Part of yeah, it. that's part of it. It is. It's not, it's not me being like vain. It's, it's the yeah. truth. Like, like if you were a teacher, you'd have to read your school lessons yes. and get prepared. You have to be prepared. You have, whatever your job is, when you're in postpartum, you got to get back into exactly. it if you want to do it. So. so it was stressful because it was a whole new ball game. I had a C-section with my first, which yeah. meant that 
I mean, honestly, looking back, I, I don't know any different because, right. yeah, but I feel like that took a little bit longer and I was a little bit nervous and more unsure about what I could do. It took me a little bit longer to feel like I regained my core strength, like for sure, but I don't have anything it, to compare it to. So yeah. it could be exactly the same with vaginal, but I don't know. I just, it was stressful. It was hard, but my workout program really held me accountable. Like that's what made me move my body every single day and also made me fall in love with it in a whole different way Yeah, because while I was pregnant, it became less about like I'm moving my body. I'm working out so that I can look good or I can look like I'm in shape because I wasn't going to. Yeah. I'm literally rapidly gaining weight yeah. as I should, like as yeah. you should during pregnancy. Yeah. But that's but the first came, time in your life that's ever happened. Exactly. And moving my body became more about like, this makes me feel good. It helps me get through the stresses of the day. It helps me mentally, emotionally, physically as well. Cause there were a lot of physical benefits with moving my body throughout my pregnancy. Yeah. So yeah. So I feel like the pressure was there, but it was also great that I had this really motivating factor to help me get there. I love that. And I love that you still do it. Like it's yes. still a thing. It, yeah. it wasn't like, oh, I'm just going to do this while I'm pregnant and postpartum. No. Like you've continued and grown so much with the movement club. So yeah. that's awesome. It's been awesome. It's been so cool how how it's evolved so much. I Ever since I launched, we put out new videos every single week. But yeah. then during my last pregnancy, before I got pregnant, I decided I'm like, I want to create a pregnancy program that literally – is like a in real time program that I film during my pregnancy. Yeah. So it's a program that guides people from weeks four through 40 of their pregnancy. And I'm literally filming every video in real time. Yeah. You have weekly schedules. And then I just today finished filming my postpartum program. Oh, that's so that exciting. I also filmed in real time, which was launching next week. So it's been so cool how the program has just kind of evolved with the changes in my life. Yeah. But it's been so cool to see how it fits for so many people out there so who many. are feeling the same way and looking for something like that. So... Yeah, it's been really special. Love it. So the real reason why you left Dancing with the Stars is because you wanted to continue growing your family. Yes. Yep. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it if you want to really like yeah, unpack like, it. Let's unpack it. <laughs> so, okay. Like I said, I get pregnant with Sage, my first, and I told myself after this, I want to try going back to the show. I want to try. Yeah. I want to give it a shot. I feel like I owe it to myself. I owe it to the show. I owe it to all these people yeah. to just try and see how it is. So it was kind of good timing because I had Sage in November. The next season wasn't until August. So I had a good seven to eight yeah. months, which that's still not a crazy amount of time, no. but it's better than nothing and better than a couple of months. Couple so it was a good amount of time to wrap my brain around it to like for Sage to get a little bit older. Um, and I committed to it. And I'm like, we're doing it. Now, here's the thing with doing the show before having kids. So my husband, when we first um, got married, he was doing online school. He was getting his business degree online. So he came out to LA with me for every season. He would move yeah. down there with me. And how it works is the show gets me an apartment for the season. Right. I move down there. I'm there for the three, four months that it's on. And then I come back home. Um, during the first like three or two years of our marriage, my husband Sam could come with me. And he lived down there with me and he just did school wherever. Yeah. And in fact, I actually – so. In between all those seasons, I would do a tour. So for about three years straight, the first three years of our marriage, I was literally doing season tour, season tour, season tour with like maybe a three-week pause in between each where I could come home and that was it. So oh my gosh. full on, like I went all in and Sam was so awesome because he could work or he could do school from anywhere. So he'd come with me. He actually came on the road for one of the tours, but he got a job on the road. No way. It was so Did he fun. he sleep on the bus and stuff? He slept on the bus, but he had his own bunk because he was an employee of the yeah. tour. Like he he actually ran the VIP meet and greets for all oh of us. Oh my gosh. It was so fun. Like we look back on that time and it's like, 
it's funny he's like i would never do it again but it was so fun that yeah, we did it like such a so fun, fun such a fun experience but basically for the first like two ish years of our marriage he was able to come with me yeah. everywhere i went then he graduates and he gets a job and he has a full-time job here and he works every single day. He's not yeah. like a nine to fiver either. He's like sometimes a 6 a.m. to an 8 p.m. to a – he's just all over the yeah. place. So he works here full time and that's when I started going out to L.A. for the season by myself. So I would go down there and he would come and visit. And before kids, totally doable. Okay. Totally doable. Not fun. Like, of course it's hard. You miss them. Of course, but it was worth it because it's like this is my passion. You're following your dreams. I'm following mine. And yes, like – and we're very lucky because that could have been really rough on our marriage. And yeah. it's hard. For but sure. like with Sam. Sam and I, I think we just got really good at doing long distance and still supporting each well, other. Well, like you said, you had been doing it since you were 15. Yes. So it was really easy, natural. I don't want to say easy. That's a lie. But it was natural and it, it worked for us. But then once we had Sage, it's different. So cut to me having Sage. It's the summer rolling around and it's about time for me to head out there. I'm just basically like, yeah, I'm not leaving Sage here. Like that's yeah. not happening. Like yeah, no. if I'm going out there, she's coming with me, which my husband didn't fight me on it. But of course, like that's a huge sacrifice. Yeah. Like that's really, really hard. Yeah. Sage is young. She's eight months. She doesn't really grasp a lot of those yeah. things. It's still hard, but she's she was young. So it worked. But it was hard. I, Me and Sage went down there. I went down there with Sage by myself. Um, I had to find a nanny out in LA that would come over and babysit during the day and it was it was hard. Like it was really hard. It went from the show is such a 24/7 thing. Literally yeah. a 20 like even you go to rehearsals but then you come home and you're not done. You're choreographing your dance, you're watching your video, you're stressing over every single thing. You're going to wardrobe fittings, you're going to um interviews, you're going to press things. Like it's a 24/7 job. And when you're a mom, that's a 24/7 yeah. job. So it was a very very different experience for me going back to the show after having Sage. I can imagine. Very different. It was interesting because I'd go to rehearsal and I'd come home but I I couldn't just relax I had yeah couldn't relax and also I had to shut off I had to stop thinking about the show I had to stop thinking about the dance and I had to be a mom and that made it a lot harder for me to like kind of fully dive into the show if I'm being honest and that was hard for me that kind of hurt because if I'm I don't know I like to give it your all I like to give it my all and when I look back I kind of feel like I and I don't even kind of feel like I wasn't able to give it my all last season that I was on. I just wasn't. And for good reason, because I was being a mom. Yeah. And like, to me, that mattered more than anything in the world. So that was a hard season. It was also really hard being away from Sam now that we have Sage. Like it, it was hard. It was hard for me to like be there knowing that like Sage didn't have her dad with her. And also Sage, like my family is so close. Right. Sage wasn't around her grandparents all the time and her aunts and all the things like it was just hard. And yeah. I think it was that season that I just really realized like, I think that I'm in a different phase of my life. Like, I think that I've really, like, my priorities are so different. The things that fulfill me are so, so different. Um, and I just, it during that season, it was like a really like, okay, like, I've really got to think if I want to do this next yeah. time around. So that season was really hard. And then after that, um, I had a pretty good break again. But at this time, we kind of started thinking that I wanted to try getting pregnant. So we started trying to get pregnant in February after I finished the yeah. fall season. Um, and I honestly thought this was my mentality because truthfully at the end of the last season, I was kind of like, I don't think I want to do this again. Really? This was really, really, really hard. I don't feel like I was able to show up in either of er- either areas enough. And if I had to pick one, I want to pick being a mom. Like this is, this yeah. is what I love. This is what I want. And this is my, this is what I've like chosen to do. Yeah. 
So I feel like I'm like losing my train of thought. Oh, you're okay. So no, we're no, we're in it. We're okay, in it. I trying to get pregnant. We start trying to get pregnant in February, and to be honest, I kind of thought I was just going to be pregnant, and I wasn't going to have to make the choice of whether or not I was going to do the show. Gotcha. Like that's the honest truth. I was like, like I'll I won't be pregnant. Even, yeah, I won't even have to decide because I want to be pregnant, and yeah. I'm going to get pregnant. But I did not get pregnant. Um, we tried all spring, all summer. July rolls around. It's been about eight months. Maybe we started trying in January because by the time I got pregnant, it was 10 months that we had been trying. Okay. But essentially- It didn't take that long with Sage. No, it took like three months. So I was just like, oh, I'll get pregnant. It'll be fine. So trying all summer. And then it gets to the point where I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't think I'm going to get pregnant, which means I need to decide if I'm going to do the show or not. And that's when things got real. And when I tell you that this is like still the hardest decision I've ever ever, ever, ever had to make because there were so many things that went into it. So many just like factors of this is a show that I've loved my whole life. Like so many people count on me on this show. Um, I didn't want to just give it up, but at the same time, like really looking at what fulfills me as a person and that's being a mom and being with my family. And I think just so much changed. Like I really think I just started looking at it as like, I've had this incredible run on the show, like this incredible time. And I don't feel like I can give it everything that I used to be able to because I'm in this new stage of life and I have new things that fulfill me. And I don't want to just do it just to do it. Now, there's so many things that went into play there because you're thinking financially, it's different. But then at the same time, a really big deciding factor for me was that the season that I didn't do um, because I was pregnant with Sage, I was so stressed that financially it was going to be such a difference. But honestly, that's when I really started to dive into kind of the content creation yeah. side of, Insta- of social media. Which you're great at. Which has been so great, better than the show and was able to like allow me to still make. Yeah, like replace that Yes, income. replace it. And yes, I could do both at the same time, but. To me, I'm like... That'd I, be exhausting. Yes, that'd be really hard. And I did that the last season and it yeah. was really hard. So I kind of looked at it from all different angles. Um, and then also Sage was older. Sage was older at this point. Taking her away from family, from Sam for that long of time just didn't feel right. And also not being able to give like the age... And she still is kind of in this like in the stage. She requires so much more attention. Yes. Like I always used to think that like newborns and babies required the most attention. No. No. Toddlers do. Yeah. Yeah. Toddlers require so much attention. They require like, like really, I don't know, just engaged attention. And I just knew I wouldn't be able to give that to her if I went out to the show. I just knew. And for me, it just, it didn't feel right, but it was so hard to actually admit it to myself. Like, I think I knew the second it came to like having to decide, I knew what I wanted to do. But it was really hard. I talk, tried to talk myself out of it. I tried to like come up. When I tell you, me and Sam thought of every single possible thing that we could do to try to make it work. Yeah. Like fly back and forth. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But in the end, I was just like, it just doesn't feel right. Like there was solutions. Of course, there's things that we could have done, but it just, it didn't feel right for me. And then on top of that, we are trying to get pregnant. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a hassle too. Like that is, and at this point it had been almost nine months of trying and I'm just like, this is important to me and I want this to happen and the logistics and all the things. It's funny because looking back, a lot of people were just like, oh, it's because you were pregnant because I ended up announcing my pregnancy shortly after. Yeah, like right after. But it's crazy. I I called the Dancing with the Stars producer. Do you think you were pregnant when you called, but you didn't know? So no, because I ovulated literally that, like that week and I found out two weeks later. Okay. Yes. So it's crazy. It's crazy. But I, I basically called them and I was just like, it was the hardest call ever. I was bawling, but 
she was the sweetest, so understanding. She's like, I get it. She's like, I'm a mom. I get it. Like yeah. being a mom is the most important thing ever, and you've just got to do what's best for your family. So I'm really great for, grateful for that. Well, and if you, you wouldn't know. have, if you wouldn't have called her and you got pregnant, would you have been able to even do it in so, your first trimester? You think? I mean, it would have been miserable, but I could have done it. Like I could have. Oh, it just would have been miserable. Yeah, that would have been so awful. It, it truly was such a blessing because it worked out, and I, I just remember like. I remember being so stressed about the decision, but knowing the right choice. Like I knew yeah. that it was the right choice. It was just so hard to actually make it. But after calling the producer and having that conversation, when I tell you like the biggest weight was lifted off my shoulder, I felt so much peace about the decision. I never once regretted it too. Like really? I was worried that all of a sudden the You'd show watch would the start, show yeah. and be like, no, I sat on my couch and I was so at peace, so happy to be a fan. Just, it felt like the perfect kind of just, I don't know, full circle moment of like, I had this incredible run and now it's my time for, to be a mom. And I love yeah. that. Like, I loved it so much. I wasn't sad about it. I wasn't mad that that was what I had to do. It was never a place of like, I have to be a mom. It was always like, this is what I want, but it's just hard to make those decisions. But for I knew sure. like, as soon as I made it, I felt so much peace about it. And I, I'm really grateful for that because it would have sucked if I had sat there all season just like, oh no. But yeah. I felt so much peace and I just knew it was right. Would you ever go back? I don't know. Like, I will never say never because who knows? Who yeah. knows if maybe in a couple of years down the road, my kids are older, it works out. Maybe Sam's job is different. And I don't know. I just don't know. I really like, I'm going to take it every season because it's just like, I really don't know what place I'm going to be in. I'm never going to say that I'm just done because yeah. it would be so cool if maybe in a few years or in the future, I'm like, you know what? I actually feel like it's possible and it feels right for me right now. Yeah. So we'll would see. you ever want to be a judge? Oh, yeah. That would be so fun. The judge would be the ultimate because yeah. I could literally live here, fly in the day before, day yeah. of even, judge, no pressure at all, hop home. Just kidding. Yeah. There is pressure on the judges. I mean, it's a stressful job, but like. But it's way less stressful. Yeah, it would be very fun. I would love okay, well, to do that. Okay, well, let's put that in the universe. Yeah. Anyone, <laughs> let's do it. Producers listening, she'd be a really good judge. <laughs> down I the would, road. I would love road. that. That would be amazing. So hypothetically, if you had to choose any celebrity to be a partner, who would you choose? Oh, if gosh. You went back? I went back, I think Channing Tatum for sure. Oh, that'd be so fun. I know, I know. With, and he knows what he's doing. Yes, he would be so good. He's so cute. He was like my childhood crush. I oh, mean, yeah. step up. Come on. Come on. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. We you're, watching, you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> we would Ooh. do that move without Ooh. a doubt. Kick the water off yes. the floor. Oh. Yes. So good. I wasn't a dancer, but I think in another life I was. Oh, like, I have. I rhythm. think everybody could be rhythm. a dancer if they really. Well, I can attest that anyone can dance if they try. If they well, work hard not enough, to you the can level do it. as as you. But yeah, we, maybe not. But they can still <laughs> do it. You can still get it. You can still get a little bit. <laughs> you can get after it. But yeah, I always say he'd be mine. Channing Tatum. That's a good one. Yeah. Right. But I mean, that is kind of a pipe dream. But yeah. it'd be pretty cool. Would Sam get jealous of that one, or would he be like, you know what's so funny? She'd be like, I want to come. Actually, okay. I have to tell you a funny story. This should just describe Sam because okay. he really like. He's just so chill. Um, okay, who is – oh, my gosh, I can't remember his name. Who is married to Sierra, the football player? Oh. Um, Russell – Russell – not Wilson. Russell Wilson. It yes. is Russell Wilson. Okay, okay so I was like – Russell Wilson, one t – I can't remember if – so we were at the dance studio, and he came. I feel like there was maybe a point where they were talking to him, and he came to, like, see what it was yeah. all about. And I met him there, and he was so cute, and we were kind of like, vibing. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I'm dating Sam, so yeah. I'm like, but yeah. I'm just like, who? Okay, let's yeah. see. We're talking. You're a cute, pretty girl. You're yeah, we're vibing. He messages me on Twitter, 
And I can't even remember what he said, but I told Sam and I'm expecting him to kind of be like, oh, he was like, oh my gosh, Lindsay. He's like, honestly, I'd let you go on a date. It's Russell Wilson. He's like, you should just go on a date and just like, that would be so cool. Like he's like, so oh gosh. not the jealous. He was literally about, my husband. He was like, go. He's like, you should do that. I'm like, get an autograph too. Yes, like, yes. <laughs> like he is just so not like that. So it's oh. pretty funny. So no, I don't think he'd be jealous at all. He'd be uh, like, this is pretty cool. But I mean, I don't think Russell Wilson and Channing Tatum are on the same level yeah, no, for him. No, 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 no. But no, still, no. I don't know if he'd be telling me to go on a date with Channing Tatum. Like, yeah. Russell, but yeah, I thought that was so funny. I was like, that oh, is that amazing. is just you to a T. He's like, oh my gosh, babe, that's so cool. Keep messaging him. Oh, I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> Honey, I'm like, are you serious? But yeah, that was him. No, so. I love that. I can yep. relate. I feel like that would be my husband, especially if it was like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, someone really huge football guy. He'd be like, oh, like, is he go have sex with him? <laughs> He's like, go. Is he go. crying right now? About oh, Aaron? it's like really depressing. Yeah. I feel so it's really bad. depressing and i go to the gym and oh, no. lisa wilson goes to the gym oh, um, yeah okay her, yeah. her son why am i blanking on her son's name zach zach yes. yes and now he's back at it again and she's just like wow okay we yeah. thought this was gonna be a chill season yeah, no nope. uh, if crazy. anyone even knows what we're talking yeah, about yeah i know like, my husband's huge in football so i feel like i know things but. i just know that because he literally just told me about it like this I think it was last night, and then he told me about the funny tweet that happened. Did oh you see that? yes, hate, like, that, hate guy. that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, oh wow, so funny. He was so, so pumped. Funny. Like I have to tell you something so funny. No, I'm I like, got okay, I got the me. TMZ update, and it was like Aaron Rodgers out for the season yeah. because of Achilles or whatever. And I was like, babe, are you okay? Yeah, that's devastating. My, my husband had like five people call him. If that just shows you, yeah. like how, how invested he is. he is. Yeah, they're like, it's like some. It's like, like, are you okay? His best friend died yeah. or something. No, yes. Yeah. It's when, yeah, it's a whole thing. That is so funny. Well, I love that Sam is just, you know, not jealous type. No, That's great. A, he's a chill That's dude. I'm perfect. lucky because like I said, if he were doing my job. Oh, yeah. Oof, I don't, we wouldn't be together. That's the truth. Yeah. We just wouldn't. <laughs> so you and you said he works. So you're not like the main financial provider. No, no, I'm not. Which is really cool because yeah. I think I'm really grateful for that because I have this. I mean, I love what I do and I plan to do it for a really long time. Yeah. I'm so grateful for what I've been able to create on social yeah. media. Like it's absolutely insane. It's just insane. And I'm going to keep doing this for as long as it feels genuine and like natural to me. But it's also really special that like my husband is investing himself into a career that is going to last us forever. So there's not also that pressure. Like I don't feel this like I have to do this. I'm doing it because I love it and because it provides a really awesome lifestyle that we get to live together. But it's not like a necessity, which I really love. That's really nice. Yeah. To not feel that pressure. I, I was on my last episode with Demi. We said the same thing, how like if I blow up and start making tons of money, I I tell my husband, I don't want to be responsible. Though. Yes, like, like still keep. I know. Well, and like have your thing too. Yes, that's the biggest thing. Is like a p- money aside, like Sam and I, we both. It's really important for us and good for our marriage yeah. to like pursue our passions. Like it really, really is. And Sam's the kind of person. He is the hardest worker, and he's got to have something that he's working towards. Yeah. And it's, it makes us better people because a lot of people have asked like well, you make enough money. Why is Sam even working? Why doesn't he just support you? Or I'm like, because he wants to work. He wants to work. Like I know that may be foreign, but he really wants to work. And like, I want to support him in that. Just like he supported every single thing that I've done. So I don't know. I I love it about him. I really do. And I know that- I think it's cool. Like, I know there's a lot of people that work together that the wife does all the work and the husband. I think that's so cool if that's what works for your marriage. At the end of the day, it's like whatever is best for you, but it's like, 
just because it works for somebody doesn't mean it works for somebody else. And for us, this is what works. And I just think it's like the best for our marriage. Do you have help? Like, how do you do it all? So yes, I'm very lucky because my family lives really close yeah. by. Like my mom is 10 minutes away. My sisters all have kids now. So yeah. we honestly are kind of all just fending for right. ourselves. But then at the same time, like I would take my sister's kids anytime. And I know right. they take mine too. Right. I hired a nanny at the start of well, I guess like last fall, she comes like two to three days a week for a couple hours. Perfect. And it's perfect. It's I kind of just schedule my content needs and all the things I got to get done around the time that she's going to be there. And the rest of the time I'm on my own. So I would say I do like three days out of the week just by myself. My husband's at work all day. and But honestly, that's how I want it to be. Like yeah. I, I love that I can have like I can schedule some hours where I can get things done. Yes. But I've never really been one that wanted to have like 24-7 help. Same. Because I just... One is I really just like to do things by myself. Like I'm kind of weird. I'm a control freak. Yes, so I am too. I like things done a certain way. Yes. And if I'm there, I'm going to do it. Like yes. if I'm there and something needs to be done, I'm not going to let somebody else do it. Like I'm just going to do it. Yeah. And then it's like, what's the point of having somebody there to help you exactly. if you're just going to do it all on your exactly. own? Exactly. And I also like, I really want to be involved in every single thing that my kids are doing. Yeah. And I, that's hard. It makes life harder. It makes the days crazier. But I want to be there. Like I want to take them to the dance. Yes. To school. I to saw you had like a nail appointment and dance. You're like, we yes. are making this work. Yes. And some days are absolutely crazy. And yeah. some days I'm like, gosh, what am I doing? And it's hard. I... I feel like it's interesting because, and a lot of people, I don't know, I hate saying that it's hard because I'm very lucky to do what I do. Right. But it's interesting because I think a lot of people don't get that like- It what, is work. It is work. It really is. And the hard part for me is when it comes to social media and being like a content creator, which is such a strange term. I feel like so, that's better than like influencer though. Yeah. It's but, not as like, I'm an influencer. Yes, I create content. Yes. I create content. It's a little bit better. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it's interesting because- it's for me it's tough because with what I do and what we do it's like the more you grind the more you put into it the more money you can make out of it yep the more success you're going to have out yep. of it it's not a job that you turn up for and whether you put in two hours that day or you work your butt off all day long and you're getting paid the same yeah, it's That's a salary not, yes it's not a salary no. it's a if you work hard you'll have more success you'll make more money you'll get more engagement and those are things that you have to think about so it is hard because as a mom it's like I do kind kind of constantly feel like I'm not ever doing enough in all yeah. aspects. I'm not yeah. being a good enough mom. I'm not giving attention to my kids, but then I'm not putting enough into my work so that I can be successful so I can keep making money so that I can keep this. Oh my gosh. Like, I feel this so much. And I'm just, sure you feel it times a million. Yeah, well, no, it's, no, literally. Cause you have a one point something million, followers. but it's all the same. Like, and I say this all the time, like any job that you have, I feel like as moms, we just immediately put pressure on ourselves that we're not doing enough. Yeah. And it's so, so hard. And I say this cause I also don't want to say that like, influencing and social media content creation whatever is any harder than a nine to five job because that's stressful too because yeah I always I joke to my husband I'm like because my husband goes to work every day and then he's he gets gone. to come home yes then yeah. he gets to come home and I always say I'm like man I would kill to go to an office or go to like a job site and do what I needed to do and then come home but mm -hmm. then guess what if I had to do that I'd be sad feeling like I wasn't home with the kids enough, spending enough yep. time with them. So it's like, it's just a constant battle. So I feel for also the moms who do go to a, a nine to five job and they're gone all day. That would be so hard too, because I know that there's that feeling of like, oh, but I need to be with my kids. I missed this. Yes. Or I don't want to miss that. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like you always just kind of, I don't know. I just think as moms, we just always yeah. 
attack ourselves and think we're not good enough no matter what we're doing and in being in this industry you're having to do both simultaneously like at the same time you're you're being a mom but you're also having to respond to dms or send an email and so i was joking with my husband the other day and i'm like imagine going to work but our kids are with you bugging the hell out of you and that's why when you come home i'm like a frantic like I need a minute. Yes. I need a minute. No, literally, I feel exactly the same. And I say that to my husband all the time. I'm like, you could not do it. And he's like, no, I couldn't. Yeah, no. You really couldn't. Like, no. Work calls, Zoom calls while kids are running around, yeah, no. feeding them lunch, changing no. the diaper, putting it on mute so nobody hears the kids yes. crying, and then no. responding quickly when they literally. talk to you. Literally. It's just, it's crazy. I think, I mean, moms are freaking awesome. Like, we, we really, really are. are. <laughs> We're so cool. We're superheroes. Whatever you do. And like, even, like, even if you don't work as a mom, your life is hard. Like every oh day gosh. is a 24 seven job. I will say, I think my life was harder emotionally when I was just a mom because this was my escape. Interesting. Like, yeah, is, that makes sense. This gives me something for me. Yeah. And when I didn't have this, everything, everything about me was for my kids. Yeah. And I feel like I didn't have any of my own purpose. Yeah, that's so true. And so I feel like it was harder, honestly. Yeah, I Because all that. day it's like, I'm doing stuff for other people. I can I'm totally I'm never doing that. anything for me. Yeah, I can totally So shout that. out to you guys yeah, out there. I know. And go find something for yourself. Yeah. Whether it's going to the gym once a day or whatever. Like, yeah. you well, need something. And you shouldn't feel bad about it. And I say no. that and I make myself feel bad all the time. But I genuinely believe like the times that you take time for yourself and the weeks where you just give yourself even just a day that you did something that you enjoy. Yes. You're a better mom because of it oh and yeah that's the most important thing but yeah it's sure. hard it's so hard the pressure of being a mom is absolutely oh, insane it's it's a lot and it like is. i said your your instagram and you're just so sweet and calm and i'm just like i yelled at my kids just barely and that's why we can't compare no. We can't compare because everyone has their moments. Well, that's the truth is like, and I feel bad and people actually have kind of commented on it. Like, I wish you showed more of the hard times and I'm like, I get that. But also, do you think I'm whipping out my phone while my yeah. kid is having a tantrum? Well, do, do you, you think I'm like, that? wait, keep screaming Yeah, video? No. No, I'm not doing that. And I don't think, because guess what? If I did that, people would be like, you really shouldn't be posting that of your child. Yeah. So it's like, but I do feel bad because I want to make sure people understand yeah. that like, no, Life is not perfect over no, here. No. Yes, it's like I try my best to be calm. I try myself to, my best to be patient. And there are days where I'm really good and days where I'm terrible, just like everybody else. Everybody like else. I lose my mind. I yell sometimes. I cry at the end of the day because I feel like I was a bad mom. Like it happens. It happens yeah. to everybody. So don't feel like you're alone in that. But I get that like social media is hard. But then I also get that, that there's a reason we don't see those things because it's not in your instinct to no. try to document that. No. Yeah. Well, I always kind of, kind of not roll my eyes, but I'm like, what the heck? When I do see people post videos and it's like they set up their camera to then to have a hard moment. To then have a hard moment. And I'm know. like, that's not even my first thought. Yeah. No, like, ever. I'm like, oh my gosh, stop screaming at me. Like, like no, yeah, I don't. I can't. I'm overstimulated. <laughs> I'm not pulling out my phone right yeah, now. Yeah. No, I agree. for sure. Well, Thanks for letting me dumpster deep dive into all things Lindsay. Of course. Um, This was so fun. But now we need to take out trash. Let's do it. I love it. This is new for me, so I'm ready. We're taking out trash. Personal Trash is sponsored by Babe Original. If you follow me on social media, then you have seen I got rid of my eyelash extensions and I have gone from no lashes to beautiful long lashes thanks to Babe Originals Lash Essential Serum. It's a game changer. And now I am proudly flaunting my beautiful, long, natural lashes. Babe Originals Essential Lash Serum has become an essential in my life, but not only their lash serum, but their 
Babe Original Lip Mask and their Brow Serum. And now they offer hair products to give you long, beautiful, thick, luscious hair. And it is pure magic. I'm thrilled to share that I have a discount code weeklytrash15 for 15% off all of the products at babeoriginal.com. Personal Trash is also sponsored by Unload, where worries are washed away. Are you tired of spending precious hours every week doing laundry and cleaning? We get it. Life gets hectic. That's why they offer a convenient laundry and dry cleaning pickup and delivery service that you can customize to your preference. No more sorting through piles of laundry or rushing to the dry cleaner on your way to work. And speaking of work, they know how important it is to have a clean, organized home. And I personally have experienced the magic of their house cleaning service, and it is unmatched. Truly the cleanest my house has ever been. They leave your home feeling fresh and welcoming so you can focus on the things that truly matter. But Unload is more than just a service. It's a lifeline for busy moms and anyone who needs a helping hand. I've heard from many moms how their services have positively impacted their mental health, giving them the freedom to do more of what they love and not cleaning 24-7. But it's not just for the ladies and the mamas. They are on a mission to empower women and educate men about the importance of sharing household responsibilities. It's a team effort, and Unload is here to make it easier for everyone. Unload is offering 10% off to all weekly trash listeners on their laundry, dry cleaning, or cleaning services. It's time to reclaim your time and wash those worries away with Unload. Visit unloadhere.com. That's U-N-L-O-A-D-H-E-R-E.com today and schedule your first pickup and delivery and use code weeklytrash to get 10% off. Because when life gets heavy or messy, Unload is here to help. You've had kind of a crazy week. Yes, I have. Let's talk about it. Yes, I have. Well, the Your coolest thing sister. ever. Yeah, the coolest thing ever happened. Literally today, the day we're recording, finally the news is out that my baby sister Riley is going to be a pro on Dancing with the Stars this season. I still am just like, I can't even tell you how proud I am and how pumped I am about this. Like, I really do yeah. feel like I'm more excited about this than I was for myself. Mostly because it's like, I know what this show can bring to your life. It is truly life-changing. And yeah. I'm just so And she's so 18. Excited. Like, the same. Yes. You guys, well, I guess you were. I was 19. So 19. she's younger. But it's just, it's so insane. Like, it's, it's my baby sister. Such a full circle moment for me. And I'm just so excited. Did you have a hand in it at all? No, that's no? the thing is so many people think that like, I will. okay, first of all, let's go back to Dancing with the Stars and just quickly mention how this whole thing happens. I've been on, the, I was on the show for 14 seasons. Yeah. Not one of those seasons are you guaranteed to be, to be used on the show. Every season they can choose to use you or not use you. And you don't find out until about a week before you start rehearsing. So every single season I was like, I might not have a job. I mean, yeah. Once I got into it, I, I felt pretty confident. I'm like, I wasn't as worried. But at the end of the day, they always could have said, Lindsay, we're not using you this season. That's so scary. Just as simple as that. So it's funny to me because I've already started to see people saying like, oh, it's because Lindsay's on the show. I'm like, do you think that I have a hand? Yeah. <laughs> do you think I have that much control over Dancing with the Stars? And I think some people do think that I have that. No, I don't. Yeah, no. I don't. And it's funny because... I mean, my sister Riley's definitely definitely going to share the story, but this is how it went down. This is as much of a hand as I had in it. In April, I kind of was like, I knew, because usually on the show, they do a troop, which I told you about. Yes, yeah. Which I initially was thinking like, let's get Riley on troop. Yeah. Like that's the natural progression. They're going to have her on troop. Tr- to be honest, none of us thought that she was going to be a pro her first season. We're like, they'll just have her on troop. Yeah. And then maybe she'll get brought up to pro. So I reach out to Dina, who is the casting director of Dancing with the Stars, 
in April. And I just tell her, she knew Riley because Riley did Dancing with the Stars Juniors. Yeah. And I just tell her, I'm like, hey, just so you know, Riley graduates in May. She would love to audition for the show. Like, please keep me updated if you guys have auditions. Yeah. She's like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize she's that old. That's so cool. I'll definitely let you know if we have auditions. So when she said if, I was a little bit like, dang it, maybe they're not getting yeah. new dancers this season. I didn't hear from her for like two months. I reached out again. I was just like, hey, like, I just want to make sure I haven't missed anything. Like, yeah, you're are doing you guys- your big sister duties. Yes. I'm like, I just want to make sure, like, are you guys doing not auditions or anything? She's like, we still don't have anything lined up. I will let you know. Don't hear anything. Like a month later, I get, this is all that I've discussed. I'm not send like, I'm not like yeah. hounding. Like um, three, four weeks later, I get a call. She's like, hey, is your Riley, is your sister Riley available to have a Zoom call with me and the executive producer of the show? And I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah. She does her call. A week later, they call her and tell her she's on the show. When was this? This was like, oh my gosh. I think we've known for three weeks now. Okay, so this was like recent, recent. Yeah, recent, recent. But it was so fun because she had her interview and I like fully prepped. Like we did a full, we did a deep dive. Oh, yeah. We did a deep dive. Like this is what they can ask you. If they ask you this, what are you going to say? We yeah. did a full like practice. She absolutely nailed her interview. Like obviously. Yeah. And then that's what got her on the show. Oh. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But it's funny because I think people think that like I have some pull. Like, I mean, of course it helps that yeah. I knew her. Yeah. But they could have... I chosen mean, anybody. Yeah, they could have chosen it. And they that's the thing about Dance with the Stars. They don't do favors. They no, just don't. They don't need to. They don't need to. There are so many dancers that they can use. They don't They do not do favors. They don't keep somebody on the show just because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. It's a show. They're yeah. doing what's best for the show. and They want to make money at the end of the day. Yeah, and they want it to be good. So it's, it's pretty awesome. And I'm just so proud of her because, I mean, she's so freaking talented. And like dance-wise, she's just insane. But beyond that, and what's most important on the show is like the maturity level and the ability to handle stressful situations. And yeah. she's just so awesome. She's so mature for her age. It's crazy. When did she find out her partner was Harry Jowsey? So she found out about a week ago, a week and a half ago, and she met him. And yeah, we were all just like, ah, like kind well, of just a little bit like, what is happening? Yeah. Their picture, I was like, yes, oh my gosh. They look so hot. You guys together. are so hot. I know. And I was telling you, you walked in, I'm like, you know what? Like, she could kiss him, but I, she's so young. She needs to just like, <laughs> see, I'm like, stay away. Don't kiss my sister. <laughs> I'm like, uh, no, 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 I'm we're, definitely we're not that, doing like, that. overprotective sister yeah. for sure. But I don't know. It was interesting because I actually, I didn't watch Too Hot to Handle. Yeah. Both Which of, might be a good thing. Yeah. I'm like, maybe I don't. Because one of my sisters did and she was like, ooh, Harry. Oh, yeah. Just because I guess he's kind of known Oh, he's being, on OnlyFans. Yes. Like, like he's, 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 he's a little, and I crazy. guess like, I don't know. I feel like he got a bad rap on the show or was he fine? I honestly don't know. Honestly, on the I show, I think know. he did great. Okay. I think he's had drama after With the like show. His, okay. But on Too Hot to Handle, it was, well, I thought. people loved him, yeah. right? Like, I feel oh, like yeah. he blew up from that show, oh, which isn't yeah. normal for most of the people. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't, I haven't met him yet. I'm actually going to LA tomorrow and I'm so excited to meet him. But it's been so cool because we didn't know what to expect. Yeah. And I'm preparing Riley for anything. I'm Wait, like. Because your first time you were like, mm, we didn't vibe. Yes. So I'm like, you could totally get along. You could not get along at all. The other thing that sometimes happens, celebs will come on the show and they don't understand how much work it is and then they don't want to work hard or they don't want to do yeah. it. So I'm preparing her for everything under the sun and he has been so freaking kind, so sweet, so grateful. Also, it's interesting because it's Riley's first season. So you're yeah. worried that like he might be like, oh, I have the new pro. Like you're not yeah. experienced. No, he has been so like complimentary to her. Like you're such a good teacher. Like this is so cool. I want to do good for you for your first season. Like he's just been so nice to her. So oh, I already love him because that's all. That, oh, yeah. That's all I care about. I'm a about. Harry fan. 
Me too. I'm a Harry fan. I am too now. Well, I'm his number one fan now because him and Riley have to make it to the finals. Like it's a must. Oh, um, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to like, I don't want to jinx it, but like, they're they've got to they like, have to they are so hot together I know, and i can't so wait cute. to see them dance together i know it's gonna be so it's fun. gonna be so fun, gonna be so fun. <laughs> are you gonna try to fly out often to see it oh yes yeah i'm probably gonna go to every taping if i'm being honest love it because it's such an easy quick flight yeah. i'm like i literally can fly in tuesday morning go to the show tuesday night come back wednesday morning yeah. is your no, mom I'm, like gonna move out there with oh her? yeah she's pretty much been there since riley went out there which yeah. is good i'm like she needs it yeah because she again needs- she's young she's yeah. impressionable and the industry can be yeah. A little manipulating sometimes. Totally. You need, you need to stand your ground sometimes. Totally. Well, and it's just like the show is so stressful. And then on top of that, like she's never had to do her own laundry, buy her own groceries, get like, I know that sounds big so girl terrible. Stuff. But like think about right when you graduated high school, yeah. like those are all the first things that you're doing. So it's like she needs a little assistance for the next little bit. Yeah. But that is that is crazy that that all happened three weeks ago. I know. It's and been such a whirlwind. She was on Good Morning America. Yeah. Good Morning America this morning. I know. I'm like, I watched. I'm like, this is so crazy. So surreal. It's so fun. It's so fun. So fun. Um, other than that, any other things or was that just like the biggest thing for you? This Honestly, week? the biggest thing this week has been absolutely crazy because I feel like I haven't been traveling like hardly at all, yeah, especially yeah. I just had a baby. So yeah. like we haven't really been, our moving. babies are only like a month apart actually. Yes, they are. Yours, you were June and mine was May. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. I remember. That's so fun. So I feel like I'm just now starting to travel, but I've been traveling a lot more because I've been going out. I went out to LA last week. I'm going tomorrow. I go to New York on Monday and I feel like I'm just trying to like get my oh, shit yeah. together. And yeah, let's just say it's not going well. I feel like today has just been like a crapshoot. So it's yeah. really nice to sit here and actually just, like and just chill. chill. Yeah. yeah. Nothing really like nothing's going on crazy in my life other than my sister I mean that's like the coolest thing ever for me right now that's the coolest thing ever for me right now <laughs> so I'm like fun. that's so fun do you are you a show girl do you watch shows um yes what do you do no. on your free time uh, honestly right now I do not feel like I have free time okay and I hate saying that because I need to be better but I really don't feel like it like especially with a newborn which you probably relate it's like nothing is like my toddler stopped napping pretty much that and then even if too. she did, na- yeah, it's the worst. It's the worst. And then my newborn's naps are not. Does she no nap schedule. in the crib? Newborn? Yeah. Yes, yeah, she does. Well, oh, that's I don't even nice. think she's a newborn anymore. She does I know. Nap I'm, in the like, crib. I'm like, I feel like they're newborn. Yeah, when does it stop? She's four months. But yeah, she's napping in her crib, but it's like, she's asleep, but my toddler is not. And then at night, I feel like genuinely I put my kids to bed and then I'm panic doing everything that I couldn't get done during the day. Yep. I don't feel like I have free time right now. And then you go and to bed at midnight yes. and then you feed them. Yes. And then you go to sleep and then you wake up at five. Yes. That's at least what I'm doing. Literally me. And I just, I'm like, I know it's just a phase. So I keep telling myself That's like, it's okay. It's just a phase. There will be a day where I sleep through the night again, that everything falls into place. So I feel like I'm just in that transition period of like, trying to get my groove again. Yes. So truthfully, I don't know what I do in my free time. I am envious of the people who are like reading books and in book clubs. I'm like, um, how do you have time to read a book? Like, when do you actually sit down and read a book? I actually had this conversation just yesterday with my friends because we were going to start a book club for seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo or whatever. That one's good. I got one chapter and I was like, I don't have the time. I know. I don't have the time. It's hard. It really is. I feel the same. I don't, I don't have the time. And if I do, I feel like the pressure to be doing something else. You know Same. What I mean? Well, I can always make a to-do list. Yes. Exactly. There's always something. Exactly. Which I need to be better about. But I really think I'm like, it's just a phase. Because I remember feeling like this after my first. Yeah. And just not like, it took me a minute to get my groove and feel like, okay, this is the norm. I can fit in other things. But yeah, free time is not really existent. Me and my husband watch shows in bed once we get in bed. But honestly, we haven't really been watching anything good lately. I'm trying to think of the last good show that I watched. 
My husband became addicted to Suits. Did you ever watch oh, Suits? No, I didn't. See, he got so into it. And then I was like, wait a second. I want to get into it. But by the time I wanted to get into late. it, it was too late. Dang it. That is the worst. So maybe you guys could watch Suits yeah, if maybe you guys we haven't need to watched do that. Suits. I know. Um, we should do that. My my trash is I just am not getting sleep. And I don't know if you are or what. So I was. My baby. So first month, just whatever. Yeah. At about two months, my baby was sleeping through the night with one feed. But when I say sleeping, like she would sleep, like not like the sleep and the grunt yeah, and yeah, the noises, yeah, yeah, no. sleep, wake up once to eat. And about a month and a half ago, just everything went out the window. Devastation. I'm waking up multiple times at night. And it's so weird because she's not eating multiple times a night. She just wakes up. She's uncomfy. She's yeah. not happy. And it's not fun at all. Are you breastfeeding? I'm not. I just stopped. So that was a big thing is... I started supplementing with formula. I my supply just plummets. Oh, I'm a like formula mama so from the I, from the get go. This time, okay, yeah, yeah. I, two weeks. I lasted two weeks, and I got yeah. mastitis, and I said no, thank oh, you. Oh, see, I never had mastitis. Thank the heavens. I'm knocking on wood for next pregnancy, but you know, I yeah. So I breastfed, and I liked it when I was going, but now it's like. But basically, what happens is I get to the point where I'm making just enough, and then it starts happening where she's hungry every two hours, and she's crying after, and I'm like, I know you didn't get enough food, so now we just do bottle. But it's been a transition of like adjusting, yeah. and I don't know, but I'm not sleeping either, so that sucks for she us. Has no sleep. No it's sleep. not fun. It really isn't. It's not. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I could use a. F- I can't even imagine sleeping from just like 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. Like oh. what that would do for me. Yes, I know. I know. I'm going to New York on Monday and I'm actually leaving both girls and I'm so sad about oh, it. But get a good night's I'm sleep. sleep. I know. So I'm just like, okay, this week has been rough. My toddler also is being such a strange sleeper. She's always been good. And this week she's been waking up like 630 in the morning. How old is age three? She's three in November. So three she's November. almost there. How old is your other? So I have a girl that turns five in January. Oh, yeah. And then my two-year-old turns three next oh, month. Oh, you have three. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So fun. Yeah. Okay. No, it's a lot. Yeah, that is a How lot. How many kids do you want? If, if for you sure just have three. As many. Okay. For sure three, max four. Like I feel like the only way we'd go for four is if we have a third girl. I feel like we'd try for a boy. Yeah. Yeah. But if we get a boy, I think we'll be done. Yeah, no. I are always you done said, or are you doing I, I always said four, but I'm done. Yeah. I have girl, boy, boy. I oh, feel perfect. complete. Yeah. And I just want my body to be mine again. Yeah. And I'm ready to just like not be in the pregnancy yeah, postpartum phase yeah, anymore. I hate I being pregnant. And I'm uh, just dang it. I my mental health is just very important to me. And yeah. I don't think I could be a good mom to more than three kids. Yeah. No, it's I feel like I'd be a mess. I feel like three is a good amount. Yeah. I honestly do. And like like I always said four, but slowly we're kinda like three sounds good. Yeah. I know I want more than two. Like I know I want one more. Yeah. But then we'll just see how we feel after that. But do you want a same age gap? Um, I wouldn't mind a little bit further. Yeah. Because yeah. I kind of like that they're close and yeah. then there can be a little gap and then, then you have your I don't know. Baby. But then part of me like, I'm going to be 30 in January, which makes me sick Wait, are you Capricorn? Stomach. Yeah. I am too. January 11th. January 3rd. Oh my gosh. Capricorns. We're the best. We We're are. just the best. We are. But I, I feel like I want... I also don't want to wait too long because I kind of just want to be done with the whole pregnancy situation. Yeah. Like I want to just have our family and like be done and not think the whole like, okay, when am I going to get pregnant again? So it's I stressful. Yeah, it is. The timing and then, oh, it took 10 months the first time. Yes, I know. Time. Well, that's what's going to happen is this time around, I'm going to plan for it to take 10 yeah. months and then I'm going to get pregnant on the first try. So. I feel like you're, oh gosh, I feel like your sisters and you guys are always pregnant at similar times. Are you going to well, try to plan it? So my two sisters got pregnant literally at the exact, exact yeah. same time. They were like six weeks apart. I tried so hard. That's that's when I was trying and then I got pregnant literally right after they had their baby. So I probably won't fall unless they want to wait 
no, I don't think we're going to fall. I think they might fall in again, but yeah, probably yeah. not me. But really, when they're all older, they're a year apart. It's not that different. But it's right fine. now, it's kind of different. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of more trash that happened. To be honest, I so I'm on Trizepatide, that shot. Oh, yes. How's it going? I am so sick today. No. When did you start it? Well, I started eight weeks ago. Oh, but you're okay. Today, I don't know if it's because I'm on my period. Oh, interesting. Lindsay, if I have seemed off while you're talking, it's because I am like, are you sick? I'm like, it's like a wave. It's like one second. I'm like, fine. And the next minute I'm like, am I going to barf on Lindsay? (laughs) Like, (laughs) can you imagine? (laughs) Can you imagine the content on YouTube? If I'm just like, (laughs) oh my gosh. No, I'm sorry. That's so, so that's some trash that just happened today. I've like never felt this. And then all of a sudden I'm like, you've never been nauseous. No. Did you give yourself the like, shot today no friday weird it's probably like the period yeah i would imagine has to be yeah. my period i'm like that's something that would make sense yeah so that's kind of my trash of the week and just i'm throwing a party next week on tuesday so i've been planning for that what for just season two just oh, and then new merch i wearing fun. our new merch oh my gosh, and I so, that's, so I'm, exciting. that's kind of all i've been doing that's so nothing exciting. as exciting as my sister being on Dancing with the Stars. I mean, stars, that's pretty though. cool. I mean, I'm living vicariously through her for sure. I'm like, uh, I got nothing but my sister does. Yeah. So. When does it air? September 26th. So in like, it was two weeks from yesterday. So yeah. So did they start practicing two weeks ago or just uh, About a week ago. So they've already been rehearsing. It's going well. I don't oh want to give away gosh. too much, yeah, but. <laughs> that is so exciting. I know. It's fun. Okay. Well, now it's time for Trash Topic Camp. Trash Topic Can is sponsored by Better Days. If you're scrolling through Instagram or TikTok, you've probably seen Better Days everywhere. And there's a good reason why. They are redefining how we feel every day. Why do I love Better Days? Well, for starters, they offer the best tasting greens, in my opinion. Plus, they've got a caffeinated version that's perfect for those of us who are constantly running on caffeine these days. Here's the kicker. All their products are gluten-free, sugar-free, and made with the cleanest ingredients out there. I've made it a daily ritual to enjoy two better day drinks, one with my lunch and one before bed. Obviously, the one before bed has no caffeine because I already have a baby keeping me up. But my personal flavors are strawberry pineapple and peach limeade. And don't just take my word for it. Try better days for yourself and you'll understand why everyone is raving about it. And guess what? I got a special code for listeners. Use code WEEKLYTRASH to get an exclusive 10% off your order at betterdaysco.com. B-E-T-T-E-R-D-A-Y-S-C-O.com. Make every day a better day with better days. Trash Topic Can is also sponsored by Rosé Floral Studio. Fresh flowers enhance any space and event, whether you are looking for a whimsical, boho, traditional, or rustic vibe. Their experienced designer will work closely with you to find your style following your needs and your budget. They will always be available to answer any of your questions and will make sure the process goes smoothly for you. I'm using Rosé for my party next week and Sandy, the owner, has made the process so amazing. I met with her and showed her my inspo pics and what I was thinking, but I also know nothing about flowers. So she was able to give me her honest opinion, which was super helpful and much appreciated. She sent me sketches of the centerpieces, so I got a good idea of what to expect. I cannot wait to see it all come to life on Tuesday. Her talent is unreal. So spoil yourself with beautiful flower arrangements on your wedding or any other special event and mention weekly trash and get the friends and family discount of 10% off your entire contract with Rose Floral Studio when you visit rosefloralstudio.com. R-O-S-E-E-F-L-O-R-A-L-S-T-U-D-I-O.com and book a free consultation. Okay. Which you are going to pick a topic out of this trash can. Okay. Oh, I'm scared. This is where it gets crazy, doesn't it? And I it? need to make sure. 
because Demi opened one and then she put it back in here and I do not want you to open the same one that she did. Okay. And I should have done this Wait, before. Wait, why? Okay. Is it bad? No, I just, oh, I don't want to answer keep it, it twice. You know? Oh yeah, I feel you, I feel you. There's only three in there right now. Oh, okay. So. I'm like, stir around. You're like, where are they? Okay. Most annoying thing your significant other does. Ooh, this is good. Gosh, do I have like, to pick one? You're like, where's my list? I have to pick just one? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. As of late, it is towels, bath towels. Like he just will, leaving them? He will get out of the shower and he will leave them all over. And that means that I have to wash multiple towels because he'll leave them on the floor wet and then they smell like mildew, which is like Ugh. one of my biggest pet peeves is mildew smell on clothes. No. It bugs me so bad. And I just like, I watch him do it and I'm like, why can't you just hang that up? Like, I don't understand it's why it's difficult. so, so hard. Um, why are so, men like that? That's probably the most recent and probably because we had that conversation last night. So it's fresh on the mind. But it's fresh. If we stayed here long enough, I could probably make a whole unpack list. A, yeah, unpack yeah. a few. <laughs> I'm like, what does my husband do that drives me insane? Honestly, it's when he goes to the bathroom because oh. it's an yes. hour long process. Ooh, when they come home from work and go straight to the bathroom. Oh, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. I'm like, oh, really? You don't think I have to go to the bathroom? Like I've had to go to the bathroom since this morning. Yes. And also I'm like, take the kids with you because I don't poop privately ever 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 ever, ever. i never get we privacy have a, we have a bidet oh so that makes the process even even longer, longer. yeah he's got to have a little he's got facial a, spray. a booty facial he's got a steam oh he's got to air dry he's got to deodorize i get so bugged i feel you oh my gosh okay, at least we're it not. drives me up the wall no. i'm like how would it be to take a 45 minute shit yeah or even a shower they shower so long too like my showers yes. are quick i am anxious in a shower if a shower is longer than five minutes for me i'm like oh my gosh i gotta get out well and Even I'm if at, i have nowhere to be i'm at the point where like my two older ones i can like have them play downstairs and i trust them enough to yeah. do like a 10 minute shower yeah but my i'll be laying in bed with the baby because he'll take the kids in the morning oh, okay. so i just have baby with oh that's me. nice that's nice and all of a sudden i'm like half awake and i hear him in the shower and i'm like how long have you been in the shower and he's like Oh, just a minute. And I'm like, so the kids have just been downstairs, downstairs for like them, 30 minutes. Like what's, go what's going on? What's going on? Like <laughs> yeah. what? When I take a shower, I'm like, okay, gotta be quick. Yes, like yeah. I have like, you, like five minutes. You hear like faint cries and you're like, is that a baby crying? Yeah. Like you no, think they're phantom dying. Cries. Yeah, you're phantom like, cries. Is That's that even word. real? Yeah. Is that even real? Did yeah. that happen? No, yeah. seriously. Uh, but we love them. Yeah, we love them so much. We love our husbands. I feel like I hyped Sam up enough in this podcast. I can trash on him a little bit. You really Sam, you're great, but you have some flaws. Just like you need to hang up your towels yeah. hang up your towels and don't take long poops come home from work and immediately get the children out of my hands i feel like come home from work i'm like here like i no, literally hand me. the baby i'm like please that's me them. oh same i'm like feed him here you go yeah i just need i just want to go sit yeah i just want to sit that's the thing i don't want to have to do anything i just want to sit but you just need a minute yeah. you just need a minute um well i'm excited for you to go to la and meet harry i know i am too i'm so excited. that'll be really fun is it I'm just so you are you taking june I'm taking june yeah just because i'm like I don't know. Which I'm going overnight. A lot. It is a lot. I did it last week and I was there for two nights. I'm literally going for 24 hours, but I'm taking June because I'm leaving them next week. So I kind of just. Oh, yeah, feel you're like, speaking. What are you speaking at in New York? So I'm speaking at an event with Aura Space. They're like a really cool mental health yeah. app. They do a lot of things for women and it's with women's health. So it's a panel. So I guess I'm not really speaking, but, but I'm But you have to be mentally panel. prepared. Yes, I got to be mentally prepared. But then I'm also. So the real reason I'm going to New York is I'm hosting a pop up workout class, like an influencer class for Fun. my workout program. Yeah. So I'm doing that on Tuesday or Wednesday morning. Where are you doing it at? 
I'm doing it at the Nomo Soho, their okay. rooftop yes. space. Have you? Do you so know that cool. area? Um, I'm gonna pretend like I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Totally. I love it. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I, do, I, I do. totally know New York. Like <laughs> Upper East even, Side. I don't even West know it it's, so it's a hotel. It's a roof on a hotel. I've been one time, and it was the greatest experience of my life. I, I want. I went last year at this exact time. We were there for 9/11. This is such a good time to go. It yeah. was the coolest thing. Yeah. And we went time. with people who live there part time. Yeah, so they good. were able to show us everything, teach us the subway. Yeah. That's helpful. And I felt like I didn't have to stress or worry about anything. Absolutely. And that's the way to do it. Oh, a hundred percent. Like if, if you're I stressed, went, you're not having fun. If I went by myself and yeah. I was like overstimulated, lost, yeah. didn't know, I would have probably hated it, yeah. but they just kind of showed me everything and yeah. took me everywhere and that's the so restaurants nice. and the shopping. And I was like, I want to live here. I know it's fun. I, I could never live there. Not with just, kids. Yeah, not with kids. But even myself, I'm just really? not really a... A city girl? No, I'm just not. So I could never live there, but I do love like visiting. Like I think it's yes. really fun to get a taste of it and like have that like busy lifestyle. But like I, I could never live in any city if I'm being honest. Like this is like, I'm already bugged that they're doing the freaking like Utah County city oh, over there. Yes. I'm like, why? Why? Why are we doing this? Like just why? It's so dumb. Give me more land. Yes, I don't need I a city. But that's me. That's because yeah. I grew up here and I get bugged that like we're filling more in thing. every morsel of this whole the entire. The traffic yes. is getting out of control. Oh, don't even get, like I, I get road rage really bad. Oh, like, same. Really bad. Are you, what kind of driver are you? Um, ask my husband. I'm an insane driver. Okay, cool. Yeah. Same. I'm not a good driver. I feel like that's a Capricorn thing. Yes, maybe it is. It's honestly road rage. I just, I got to get there as quick as possible. Even if I'm not in a hurry. Even I if I'm not late. Same way. Like, I'm like, why would I spend more time in the car than I absolutely have to? But it's to like a be, race. like to my defense, like my husband always tells me I'm a bad driver, but I'm like, I've never gotten a ticket. Okay. Never, I've gotten a ticket. I can't. Um, no. I've never gotten a ticket. I've gotten in an accident, but it wasn't my fault. Like I got hit, but yeah. I'm like, and my husband's totaled like three cars and had like, so I'm like, you don't get to talk. Like, I'm like, a better driver. I'm a better driver. But I, I will admit like I'm a, I'm a speedster. Like I'm like, we got to get there ASAP. Same. For no reason at all. Same. Yeah. No, I almost kind of like to like pressure myself. Like my daughter's preschool will be at nine and I'm like, okay. The latest I can leave is 8.50. I'm and like, that is insane best. that I'm trying to get there in 10 minutes, but yes. I will do it. But I will do it. Yeah. You're like thinking of the, yeah, I feel you on like that. Like the latest time I can leave is 8.50. Yep. Okay. And then okay. I, and then I somehow get there on time. Yeah. My friends are like, How you left you? your house at 8.50 like, and you yes, got I here. Did. It's a challenge. And I, I succeeded. I accepted. <laughs> I will get pulled over and get my license <laughs> take away though someday. Oh, I just know gosh. it. Hey. I, It'll be worth it. It will be. That thrill, <laughs> the adrenaline yep. rush. like So worth it. I should have been a NASCAR race oh driver gosh, one right? day. I know. I that feel like that would have been. That would have been another life. That'd probably, probably be good for us for sure. I don't know. How do we get there? How do we start talking about driving? I don't even know. Oh, traffic. Oh, traffic. Here, yeah, because I don't want to live in a city, Utah County City, if that's what they're oh, calling well, it. Oh, you lived in LA, Lin- so you really know oh, traffic. Yeah. Terrible. So terrible. Like PTSD from living there, but... Because, yeah, if you want to go anywhere, you have to not drive between the hours of 4 and, like, 7. Oh, yeah. And then also in the morning. Like, yeah. yes. So you 7 really can to only- 9.30. You really can only go places in the middle of the day, which yeah. who goes places? Like, usually need to be somewhere in the morning or, I don't know. It's terrible. Yeah, no. I, I absolutely hate it. I land tomorrow at rush hour in L.A. At LAX. At LAX? Oh, bless I'm your heart. I'm already crying. And I'm going to have June with me. And I'm just like, it was the only flight that worked. So we're doing it. But uh-huh. I'm going to cry. Are like you getting so like sad. an Uber? Or? No, my mom's going to come pick okay. me up. So my mom's down there okay. and she's yes. going to come pick me up with Riley's car. So that's nice. Okay. Because I know. That'll be nice. At least I'll be, if I'm in traffic, it's not like I'm in an Uber because yeah. that's the worst. Oh my gosh. Especially with the, the baby. Worst. And then the baby starts crying and they're just like, and you're like, sorry, but. 
Also, that, not sorry. Yeah, that happened yeah. to me in New York, and the guy had a million air fresheners in Ooh. his car. I didn't have the baby, but smelly, it was me smelly. and my husband. And I was like, I can't breathe in here. No, it smells bad. like someone spilled one do- Dollar Tree cologne yeah, all everywhere. over this place. Yeah, it's bad. Some Ubers. I'm Makes like, you a little sick. Like, you get one star. Yeah. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> Smelled weird. Never again. <laughs> Don't like it. Don't well, like the Dollar Tree. Um, Lindsay, I love you. I and love I just you. think you're the best. <laughs> and you. I'm so excited for your sister, Riley. Thank and you. I... I, I'm gonna download your app. Yes, where can please you do, do you just do. download it on iTunes? So is it Android and iTunes or it's just iTunes right now. We're working on Android. Okay, but you don't you need go, to. People have Androids. So why do you have an Android? I know. Like, I please know. go get an iPhone. I, know. <laughs> I just feel like like there's so many things you can't do on an Android. Like, so I'm just like, why? Isn't it make your life really hard. Why? No. I know. Don't I get feel one. you, but we're doing it because people oh, are mad nice. about it. You're nice. But you can go to movementclub.com, okay. start your trial. You can do a seven day free trial, which is awesome because I'm doing it. If you like it, no, please do. You would love it. Like the thing about the program that's so cool is it's very much like it the work there's no workout that's longer than 30 minutes yeah. i have five minute workouts on there 10 15 well so they're all like, like home workouts yep, too. everything at home it's no pressure you can just fit it into your schedule and i feel like it's just really good for anybody no matter what level it. of fitness you're at so i love it i'm gonna do try. it i'll send you you're not i'm, I'm gonna, gonna send you a um membership no so you I'm, can do it. I'm paying for it women no, no, support no, women no, no. women support women i'm gonna buy one <laughs> well i love you for that um well guys i hope you have a great weekend and your weekend will probably be better than being in lax so yes wish me luck yeah wish me luck <laughs> and i love you guys don't forget to leave a five-star review and don't forget to take out your trash bye everybody bye